Dorktales presents Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Hello everyone and welcome to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. How are you guys all doing today? Great, Woo! ready to lance some dragons. I'm so excited. We're gonna lance some dragons, we all, folks. We all get a lance, right? We all get uh, a lance. Oh, you dragon. gotta earn it. You gotta earn it. Mm. Uh, so, hello, everybody. Welcome to Shadow of the Dragon Queen. I'm your dungeon master, Kelly. Uh, you seeing him? I'm excited to be here tonight because I am back on Kryn. It is. I, I've been away as long as the new or the old gods, I guess. Uh, the new old gods. Um, and, new but old I'm gods. so excited to be back here after decades away um then dragonlance is a module um and and a greater world that i have been wanting to run on dragonlance ever since oh god since i was a, a wee boy uh and i'm very excited to be here i've got a little bit of state uh, of episode one jitters but we're gonna get through those after introductions so if this is your first time on dork tales uh welcome i want to invite you all to enjoy um please give us a follow give us a sub if you're watching over on youtube and uh if you are so uh so inclined don't forget you can also go to patreon.com slash dork we'll talk more about that later uh first i just need to let you know that uh i have some wonderful players with me tonight and that we have a great game ahead of us uh, for you. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, besides that, uh, a big thank you to Michael Eilat, our graphics guy, for doing all of the, the beautiful graphics that you see here, and to Kiyoshuki, our artist, who is one of the, the finest artists we've ever had the opportunity to work with. Uh, you can find her contact details at the end of the episode or by using uh, exclamation mark Kiyoshuki if you're live in the chat. Please support her. Go and buy all of the art from her. She's wonderful to get commissions from. Uh, with that out of the way, um, why don't we do a quick round of introductions and then let's start talking about Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen and begin game. How's that sound? Perfect. All right, let's so without it. further ado, let's pass over and uh, let's do a big circle starting with Christine. Tell us who you are, where you've been and who you're playing tonight. Well, hello, I'm Christine. Um, I am Lady Liliana in the chat, uh, where you can also find me streaming and on most social media platforms. Um, I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Kalara, our human cleric of Michigan tonight. Nice. All right, let's pass over to Chris. That hair is great. Hello. <laughs> I'm Chris, and uh, uh, I am... Uh... I use he, him, or they pronouns, and tonight I will be playing a uh, knight of uh, Salamnia. Uh, almost, you're almost there. I I'm on my way. More, more squire. I'm, I'm almost at graduation. Uh, you can find me uh, exclusively on Dork Tales, and I'm really excited to be here tonight. Really excited to have you. Uh, down in the corner, we have Robin. Hello, I'm Robin. I use she, her pronouns, as does uh, Razira, our kinder rogue. And I am super excited uh, to be playing a kinder. Um, Kelly intrigued me into Dragonlance with the introductions of kinders. And then I started reading it and I loved it. But reading Taking Too Slow. So I started listening to audiobooks and now I'm almost on book two of Dragonlance. So yeah, I'm super excited. It'll be great. Uh, joining us for the first campaign that he's ever been a part of. Welcome, Cal. Uh, that's me. 
It's you. Hello. Thank you for having me. It is my debut, my debut album with uh, Dork Tales featuring Neo Cal. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I use That's he, him awesome. pronouns, and so does Oren Tiros Caledon. Nice. The Qualinesti elf bard that I will be playing. Well, we're really excited to see how adventure. he goes. I'm sure he will survive a long, long time. With, the, with as many hit points as he has, I, I bet he will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, hello to everybody in the chat. Wonderful to see you. Uh, last but not least, let's pass it over to my my longest time player, Jen. I mean, longest time player, but uh, first D&D module on the channel. Very so far. Excited. Um, but yeah, hi, I'm Jen. Uh, I use she, her pronouns, as does uh, Hazel Night Granite our uh, mountain dwarf lunar sorcerer because that's not a juxtaposition at all <laughs> nice all right so folks uh quick announcement uh during our break we normally take a break about 90 minutes into the episode uh as we do that today we are going to be doing a giveaway from our friends at norse foundry who have kindly bestowed upon us a free set of dice every week for the first three sessions of dragonlance and our session zero uh it also comes with a d20 boulder which is like a giant do not roll this on a glass table metal dice we love uh a, a norse foundry so you know that's where we are. And uh, Orenteros, you have received the first whoosh, determination token of the series. What is that? So basically, it allows you to add your, um, whenever you make a roll, before I tell you if you succeed or not, you can spend it to add your proficiency bonus again, which at your level should be plus two. So if you roll like, like a middling, like a 10 or an 11, you can spend it to get like a 12 or a 13 or something like that. Um, if you already have okay. proficiency, that's cool. You can still add your proficiency bonus again. It's you grit your teeth and you focus down. Oh, okay. Excellent. So you got Is the that first before one. Before or after I roll? It's before I tell you if the roll succeeds. So anytime before then. Gotcha. Thank and you. We <laughs> heard the mores in the chat now. And coming. Come on, Shander. I know you got more. Yeah, and, you can only uh, do three at a time. For and as for the chat right now. I won't crush our sweet little dreams. <laughs> uh for them let's see who's saying in the chat uh so i do not well if i if i sing it is not in the bathroom mostly that's about it in the bathroom and in the car um but uh hey i'll take it okay and if something oh, good happens something thanks good. for the follows all thanks, right folks we're gonna be we're gonna be starting in just a moment um i would like to thank everybody who showed up tonight for the first session and for those of you watching on youtube thank you so much for being here I cannot wait to see how this episode compares to our first episode of Wild Beyond the Witchlight, which is our current highest viewed show. But let's see if we can match that. Uh, anyone have any questions, comments, concerns before we begin? Hazel let's... just got determination. Yep. Thank you. Bing. All right. So if that's if that's it, then um, let me tell you a little bit about Kryn. Kryn is a world on the brink. It's post-apocalyptic, if you can believe that. More than 300 years ago, a mountain was dropped upon the continent of Ancelon by the gods. Recompense for hubris, for evil disguised as good. And ever since then, the gods 
have been distant. The true gods of Kryn have retired, left the lands of mortals. New gods, false gods, have risen in their stead, those without power to heal, to harm, or to guide. And yet, humanity, elf kind, dwarf kind, gnome kind, tender kind, and the rest of the kinds that dwell across the lands of Kren, are resilient. Society is rebuilt. And though it is not what it once was, in many opinions, it is still... It's still something. Our story takes place in the Northlands of Salamnia, a once thriving region known for knights and heroics. But since the Cataclysm, their honor has fallen into disrepair. Many knights are little more than highway brigands, landed lords with no care for the people beneath them. Or worse. For at the beginning of the Cataclysm, it was a night of Salamnia that failed to stop it. And the people remember this. Although they often, they usually, they always, do not say that night's name. But perhaps we'll hear it before the end of this story. And our story begins outside the town of Vogler. There is the sound of clinking glassware, of mugs filled with watered-down beer, a fire roaring in the center of a camp. An old hill dwarf, well, a middle-aged hill dwarf, she'd prefer you say, leans over, does a look. Are you doing okay, lassie? You seem a bit uh, out of sorts. The old dwarf, rubbing the cudgel that is laying across her knees, looks over at you, Kalar. Please describe no, yourself. I'm fine. Uh, Kalara is. Let me find my description. Uh, she's about 5'4, um, and she is a young human, about 18 years old. Um, pale skin, blonde hair, blue eyes, very country girl sort of look, um, fairly slim, and. Yeah, just. In uh, lovely, light clothing, it's in rough material, it's cheap, but it's all like lovingly hand-embroidered and that sort of thing with varying colors. So it's pretty obvious that she, she used what she could get slowly and over time build the embroidery. Nice. Nice. Right now you find yourself in a mercenary camp. You're a few miles north of Vogler, past the high hill. The mercenary band is known as the Ironclad Regiment, under the command of Captain Ridomir Cudgel, Iron Smile. 
Iron Smile gives a look over at you and rubs the uh, the old knee injury that uh, she constantly complains about. To be honest, I was uh, a bit surprised that they sent somebody as quickly. I appreciate you making your way all the way up here. Calamar is a... Uh, well, the right fool. With a big appetite. She gestures over to a nearby tent where um, a rather pudgy mercenary in his late 20s is groaning underneath some of the willow bark and herbal remedies that you granted him. It appears that earlier in the day he had grown peckish while this mercenary band was waiting for their opportunity to, well, check out the sights around Vogler. Unfortunately, in his uh, foraging, he was not particularly adept and came across some mushrooms that led him to be quite poisoned. He was vomiting profusely and looked three shades of death before they sent a runner to the local town of Vogler to fetch a healer. You were the well, one that replied. I, I mean, your runner did say that it, it was mushrooms and... If that gets left too long, it can be really, really dangerous. I, but I think he's thrown them all up, so in the end, he should be fine. It's strange that it turned his skin almost an orangish color. But, oh, uh, yeah, those are common around here. Orange people? No, the mushrooms that do that. Oh, I see. We always see travelers end up with what? that, so people watch out for it. Now, Lass, what'd you say your name was? Oh, Kalara. Kalara. Uh, Vingard. Vingard. I knew it. Are you related to Otis Vingard? Can't remember what name did I use that for. <laughs> uh, I believe that's your dad's name. Okay. I didn't have time to check my survey. I was too busy eating. That's okay. Um, oh, uh, yes, uh... That was my dad. So you knew Ispen. I mean, I suppose everybody around town knows Ispen. He's, he, he is... She sighs. Was quite the braggart. Friendly. He mentioned you in your family back uh, during his time in Salamnia. Oh? Uh, all good things. All good things. Um... He talked about uh, a strong, dashing boy, a pair of them, and uh, a pretty young girl uh, that I imagine's probably yourself. Well, I mean, I, I suppose. Um, I do have two brothers. Uh, then if the math checks out, I think we're right on track there. So... She looks a little solemn for a moment. What was he like in the final days? Uh, Ispen? Hey. Um, I mean, I haven't seen him very recently before that. Um, mm. Grouchy? 
Grouchy. But still kind. I received a letter from him not too long ago, and um, he said that he'd had an encounter down south with some kender and uh, and a dwarf from uh, from some of the, the locked mountains. Uh, well, I suppose you wouldn't know, but the mountain dwarves. Not my people. I'm... Uh, um, I, no, I haven't, haven't met very many. But Ismen always did tell the best tales. Aye, he did. All and the that's local what he... kids liked listening to him. I think he would have liked to hear that. He would have liked... I mean, he probably knew it. The, the old... Uh... I mean, he always acted grumpy about it when the boys would go running after him and beg him for a story. Hmm. I bet he couldn't, uh, he couldn't wait to get it out soon enough. Well, about half of my uh, half of my troops are going down by Vogler and setting up for the festivities, so I don't have very many I can spare here. I know we're not far from town, but I prefer it if you stayed the night here, went back in the morning, just in case. Who knows what type of things are coming through the woods and the fields? I've heard stories, not good ones. Um. I mean, certainly, um, it's not that far, and I have my staff, but it would make you feel better. You've got a shepherd's crook. That might work against one wolf, but I doubt it's worth a pack. Come on, you were you were taking care of, uh, you were taking care of that idiot over there for damn near, what, five hours? Well, I mean... <laughs> If he would have drank the tea, I know it's bitter, but it's better than dying. Mm. Mm. Well, I'd appreciate if you stayed the night anyway, just in case he has a relapse then. For, for my sake, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, certainly. Thank you. Uh, would you like a beer? We've got, um, well, we've got ale from, uh, we've actually got, got a cask from near Solace down south. It's all right. Not as good as the potatoes. I would love to. All right. With that, she will, uh, she'll share some beer with you. It's a little watered down because they have to top it off for the voyage and the trip, you know, to make sure that it lasts. I was actually going to say that she wants it watered if they, if she can. Sounds good. And you are going to have quite a nice night of just sitting around. You'll meet some of the other mercenaries there. There's one particularly large human uh, with a slight crook to his ear that might suggest at one point back in his lineage had a little bit of half-elf in him, uh, a guy named Rex. Uh, there are a couple of others, an old craggy dwarf that is tagging along uh, with them, whose name you don't quite get. Um, it sounds something like Prig or Rick. Um, there is a rather, a rather kind of like bronze-skinned um, archer sitting there just swapping stories, very young, younger than you, named Ayak. Uh, and besides that, there is a something that you have 
probably never seen in your entire life. Um, staying away from everyone else is a very dark-skinned, um, like deep brown-skinned elf. She keeps to herself, wearing a cloak of leaves that have been stitched into the fabric. But occasionally, she notices you glancing, not over the mug of, of her of her beer, kind of. And she raises a leather wineskin to you, and goes back to sipping. It's a pleasant night. Before long, do you turn in at the tent they give you? Um, yeah. I'll have my staff next to me, just in case. Sounds um, good. And then keep my bag. But otherwise, just try and curl up in whatever bedroll they give me. Hmm. Yep, they have a nice clean one that they will happily give you. Oh, good. The, cent the central campfire. I love her brothers. That's fair. The central campfire keeps you nice and warm as you fall asleep. And as you do, there is... There is a very comfortable slumber that overtakes you. You awaken suddenly, or perhaps you were always awake. You stand at the center of a forest clearing. Clashing steel echoes from the thicket beyond. As you look around, do you I realize... Have my staff? Uh, you do not. You do not. Um, as you look around, you realize that piles of bodies cover the ground. One of the fallen clutches something against their chest. You're not sure what it is, but you feel the urge to reach for it. But I will give in to that urge. As your fingers move toward the object, it suddenly flashes with bright blue light, becoming, becoming a, a beacon, symbol of kind of a figure eight. And then it vanishes. The light overtakes your vision and you awaken. It's the middle of the night. There's... Um, dawn is creeping up. I should rather say. Dawn is creeping up over the horizon at this point. You slept till morning. And as you awaken, you'll discover that... Well, there appears to be nothing out of the ordinary going on here. Your staff is right next to you. But that symbol is emblazoned in your mind. You'll recognize at that point that that was an amulet of some kind. Huh. Never seen it before though, right? So that's a very odd dream. Mm -mm. No, you're not quite sure what it is. Um, If you'd like, you can make me a religion roll. Sure. Let me check what my religion score is. Um, not awful. Okay. Uh, 15. 
taking a moment to think about it, you will recognize that it is symbol of Mishakal, the old goddess of healing. As for the sounds of battle, it was probably nothing more than maybe a bad omen. Maybe just worries of what was to come or the fact that you're sleeping in a mercenary camp. Maybe just seeing all those weapons around? Maybe. What do you do? Appears that everybody except for the camp watches asleep. Well, I think at this point I'm well and truly awake. Make so a perception roll. Sure. Uh, 18. 18? Doing a quick glance around, you'll realize that your initial assumptions were incorrect. Your belongings are present, but as you put your hand on your sack, it folds inward. Flipping open the flap of the tent, you'll see that some of your belongings that you brought with you are scattered around the outside of the tent, like an animal got in. That's... That's odd. And amidst your belongings, you find the symbol that you dreamt of. Cast in silver. She'll pick it up and look at it more closely as, as she's put up her other stuff in her bag. It is old and tarnished. Like it had been buried in the sand. She's very confused. <laughs> so looking out the back flap of your tent, you can see that there, the mercenary camp is just on the hill next to some woods. Whatever animal got into your tent, looks like it probably ran off into the woods. You can see that an extra pair of, like an extra change of clothes is there. Some of your undergarments are lying in the middle of the, the brief, like 50 meter field. I'm going to hustle to go pick those up. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, you move she's, over. She's not going to give these rough and tumble mercenaries a chance to, to make fun of her or or bug her because her, her undergarments are out in the field. Sounds good. As you as you make your way toward the edge of the woods, you'll see that um, like one of your handkerchiefs or, or a bit of shawl is wrapped around a branch nearby. Uh, just at the edge I, of the woods. I will try and remove it. Yeah, you can easily do so without ripping it. Uh, but as you do, you're going to see that just beyond... Some of your other belongings are strewn in a clearing. And in that clearing, you are going to see that there is... It appears to be a structure. One that you've never seen before. You've camped on this hill before with your father. But 
A crumbling stro stone structure lies among the undergrowth, its roof pierced by the trunk of an immense tree, but its walls are somewhat intact. A large, empty doorframe leads inside. She's going to kind of just reach out and poke it to make sure she's not still dreaming. Reaching out and poking it, you will be able to hear the birds overhead, and your hand is going to touch what appears to be marble. It's very solid beneath the growth. She's going to try and wipe some of the growth off. You can do so. It is old, very exquisitely carved stone. Maybe dwarven craftsmanship? How did it just appear out of nowhere? She'll poke her head in, look inside. As you do, you can hear a voice whisper, Kalara. <laughs> She's going to jump and look to see who's talking to her. Doesn't appear to be anyone around. The voice echoes from inside of the building. Kalara. Hello? Clara. She'll go in. Nobody who knows her would mean her harm, right? Of course not. You can hear faint voices inside echoing your name, Kilara. 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 How many people are in here? As you step inside, the tree that you saw from the outside breaks through the ruins marble floor and stretches through the collapsed ceiling. Around it, broken statues line the remaining walls, each standing in a crumbling alcove. Once upon a time, these statues were probably beautiful pieces of craftsmanship, but now they are collapsed down to bits of chest, bits of leg, occasionally a little bit of elbow or arm crook where the rest of the body has decayed or fallen away to time. But looking at them, their stances, some of them, one of them in particular, posing with a warhammer at a hooved feet, catches your interest. You start to get a sense of this from the old stories that your mother and father told you. Can you do me a favor and... Uh, Make me another religion check. Okie dokie. Uh, 18. You'll recognize these as statues of the old gods. At least they were at one point. But they've been gone for so long. Th that's barely stories. As you say that, your eyes will fall on the statue of Mishakal, broken from the chest down. And as you look at her, a faint glow begins emanating from the statue. It coalesces around it, creating a spectral semblance of what the statue looked like in the past. The broken bits are reforged by starlight, glowing blue, forming the outline of what once was. The holy symbol that you saw glows in the center of her breast, where it once may have 
may have hung as some sort of necklace. In her hand, she's holding she's holding a staff, raising it to the sky. She is a beautiful woman, not unlike you, blonde, pale, with a kindness about her. What do you do? Uh, I, I, I think I gape a little bit. Looking at, looking at her, you are going to see that, um, it's almost like the silver symbol in your hand is the last missing piece of this rebuilt statue. Oh, is this, this is yours. She's going to go and try and put it in place. As you do so, it slides in to the gap, glows, and then dissolves into the starlight. And as you touch it, a voice rings through your head. Soft and feminine, it whispers, Clara. Yes? You have come at my beckon. Uh, I ask you, please, child, take my staff, become my herald. The world needs healing. Um, far be it from me to deny a goddess and she'll kind of curtsy and walk forward then I name you my priestess as you look you forward you, me? you will not be alone But I have chosen you. Am I supposed to work with others or should I do something in particular? Your path. Your path will soon be shown. Just have faith. Have faith in me. As I have faith in you. I'll do my best. I can ask no more. Do you take the staff? She will clearly kind of like put her shoulders back, try and like gather, like visibly gathers courage around her and she will kind of, she'll reach out to take it. The staff is gorgeous with blue gems emblazoned along its length at the top of the scepter. 
it feels like it was made for your hand. And so though it's, it's entirely too expensive for me. It looks like it's carved into the statue, but the moment you touch it, it comes free into your hands. you will feel a flash of radiance inside of yourself, and you gain access to your cleric spells. She'll kind of rub her chest a little, like, that felt a little weird. In the distance, you hear someone shout your name. What do you do? She'll kind of turn to look and look back. Um, is Agata still there or does she kind of poof, go away? You turn and look. Do you lean outside of the temple for a moment to get an eye, to get a look at who it is? Yes. Okay. Uh, what's your passive perception? Uh, passive perception 14. 14? As you do, um, yeah. you'll glance and you'll see that... Um, uh, you'll see that uh, the captain is out looking for you. Kalara! Uh, I'm just over here! As you lean back into the building, you realize that there is no building. You're standing in a forest glen. holding the staff in front of you. It's like it was never here. There's a bit of crashing through the underbrush. Girl, are you over here? Oh, there you are. I saw that some of your things had been strewn around. I thought that... You all right? Yeah, yes. Um... I, w I f was following a trail of of my things. Um, I see you found something else. I think think I was given it. She looks very shell shocked. Hold up, one moment. She turns, heads back into the camp, moving as quickly as her uh, her little legs can carry her. And a moment later, Ridomir returns, carrying a potato sack. So, Ridomir, cudgel, hands you the potato sack. It's a nice staff you've got there. I'd suggest covering the top. I did think it looked too rich for me. I, uh, a, a wee bit. She'll kind of pull down and try to wrap the sack around and tie it. Um. Shall we get you back to town? That sounds like a good idea. You know the sad part about this? It's the type of story I think Ispen would really like to hear, the one you're about to tell me. Oh. Hmm. I, th I think you're right. I usually am. 
Come on now. And with that, she leads you back off. Now our story moves at this point. It heads south. How are you feeling, Christine? <laughs> that was so cool. You got chosen by gods. La la la. Pardon me one second. It's fine. No pressure. None. This kind of no. feels a little like we're mimicking shards just a tiny bit, but it was built hey, into this one. It's not built by in us. the module. Let's just say that I wrote yeah. four years in advance. <laughs> All right. I was gonna say if we go back, wasn't Dragonlands before shards? But not so this episode. That's true. That's yeah. true. <clears throat> All right. Well, let us continue our adventure down south. Uh, I've, updated, I've updated everybody's determination. That should be accurate. Um, let me know. Here we go. Did you get mine? Oh, did you get one? Yeah, finally. <laughs> I love, Many. I just got to say, I love the green cup, Cal. It's just like camouflage. Yep. You caught me. You caught me. <laughs> Time to drink okay. some space. It's my spell of invisibility. invisibility. <laughs> yep. That'd be right. a weird, weird trinket. An invisible cup. I mean, if Wonder Woman has an invisible plan. <laughs> that's I a whole plan. No, my Kender wants that. Rosero wants that. I want that arm. Um, all right. Oh my god, I'm rocket. Okay. You're rocket. You're rocket raccoon. All right. Our story continues to the south. Magic has held the world together. The weave that binds reality, that flows through every living creature, harnessed by the mages of high sorcery. Each of the mages harness the magic drawn down from one of the three moons, Solinari the White. Lunatari, the red, or Nuitari, the black. Blessed by the moons, mages are offered training, and those who refuse it are branded as renegades. However, to be accepted as one of their order, a robed magi must first submit themselves to the mages of high sorcery and undertake a test wherein their dedication to magic itself is challenged. While failure can be deadly, the rewards are irresistible to those who have tasted true power. Tonight is a special night. Hazel, you and your friends, Orontiros and Razira, have traveled toward a place away from the forest of Weyrith. You've traveled to a place called the Barb, a centuries-old spire where promising apprentices may test their magic. On your way there, you encountered many, many troubles. Making your way north into the lands of Salamnia. It's there, to the south, that you found the barb nestled into the trees near Lemish. 
You awoke one morning as you were hunting for this elusive tower to find that Razira had absconded in the night, leaving you with Orontiros. You were sent to the Barb from Weyrath for one reason. Every year and one half, the moons of Kryn align in an event known as the Night of the Eye. The barb is located in such a way that it points directly at the moons whenever they align overhead, as if a needle pointing into the pupil of the Eye of the Gods. This ancient tower was built before the Cataclysm by mages of high sorcery, but its original purpose has been lost to time. There are many extra-dimensional spaces within it that remain active, though they are only accessible on this night. Your teacher has sent you here, along your quest to pay respects to his old friend, Ispen Greenshield in Vogler. I mean, her, her friend, right? Yes, my bad. Now, tonight is an important night. Ahead of you rises the barb, a jagged half-ruined spire of grey stone. Many who aspire to join the Mages of High Sorcery have come here to prove their magical proficiency. The barb is usually nothing more than a ruin, construction predating the Cataclysm. But tonight, on the Night of the Eye, when Kryn's three moons align, the ruin is alive with magic once more. Soft light shines from the archway leading into the structure. You and Orontiros have made your way here. Would you please describe yourselves for me? Sure, yeah. Um, so Hazel is uh, is a dwarf, so she's about 4'9". Um, she's fairly young. Uh, she would probably translate to about early 20s in human years. Okay. Um, but she's she's very sturdy, well-built, um, and strong, uh, but has a fairly easy smile. Um, and uh, she's a little pale, but her makes her kind of reddish hair, and uh, and there's a bit of a ruddy tone to her, to her cheeks, and it makes that stand out. Um, and yeah, she's. Do I have apprentice robes yet, or no? Right, yes. Um, we'll say that you. You can have you can have some robes. I'll say you did okay. pass your initial test at Weyrath. This is a, this is a supplementary test. Okay, um, so yeah, she's she's wearing um, just some her her apprentice robes over like rough spun clothes. So. Okay, and Orontiros, Orontiros, okay. describe yourself for me. Uh, a towering, elven individual, at. A about halfway to six feet. Oh wow! He, he cool. would say he would say five six, but uh, he's probably not as probably not as tall as Kalara. And his uh, long, wavy, dark hair, uh, golden kind of tinged skin, and um, yeah, likes to. Uh, 
dress very fancy and show off his ears when he can, uh, but he's noticed the more and more north we go, the less uh, his fancy duds and the less his very pointy ears are appreciated. Yeah, a little, a little less so. Yeah. Well, you stand in front of to hide his jewelry even sometimes. Hmm. If you can believe that. I know, right? It doesn't make any sense at all. But what does make sense is this. You know enough about magic even as a bard. Your lifetime as an elf is enough to have taught you a bit. You know that you're here to participate in a test, and if you succeed, well, if your friend succeeds, she'll learn the next step needed to join the mages of high sorcery. Before you, the barb awaits. You each know that you're allowed to, uh, or that you, you know that you're allowed to bring an ally with you into the test there, and that if you succeed, you'll be one step closer to actually joining the mages of high sorcery. Originally, you'd planned to bring two people, but hey, you try to put a leash on a kender. Oh, those kender. <laughs> so it's you and your ally approaching. Night has fallen, and soon the moons will align. For now, even now, you see the impressive moon of Solitari beginning to be overwhelmed by Nuatari. And from the other side, the comfort of Lunatari begins to converge as well. The red moon overlapping. Now, for those who may not know, the eclipse is the only time when you can see the black moon. Otherwise, it is invisible at night. Unless, of course, you are a follower. Then you can always see where it is. What do you do? I guess this is it. Hazel. So you've been saying that this thing is somewhat dangerous. This trial? Can be. Is this really necessary for you to... What is it that you're trying to do again? I'm trying to join the mages of high sorcery, because if I don't, then they'll brand me a renegade, and... And then you'll have to hang out with unscrupulous individuals like myself. I can hang out <laughs> with you anyway. Oh, well, then. I guess one of us has to be reputable. One of us does. Well, right. by I, all means, lead the way, and I will assist you as much as I'm willing to put my life on the line. Thank you. I Which I, that. I guess is just slightly more than the, the kinder. I guess so. Maybe they're ahead. Maybe they're off. <laughs> Maybe they're scouting. Picking locks and scouting. Yeah. Okay. You know, I didn't believe you until 
right right now and now it's kind of intimidating I hmm. should yeah. I should I I feel like I shouldn't go in there but oh, oh you're coming I can't in let you go alone. oh yeah you're, you're coming in yes uh, I yes You don't need to twist my arm. <laughs> Do I get to join the, the high sorcerers? No, no, not at all. This is. Oh no! Okay, so I get to help you. I, I. And get nothing in return. Yes. And get that excellent. Is, that is how this works. <laughs> I get. I get a story, I suppose. You do, yes. See, you you can be one of the few bards who actually gets to go in there and see what happens. Um, I'm pretty sure... What is people... that? Hmm. There's another moon. That's real? Oh, yep. no, I'm definitely not going in there now. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> you are. Has that moon always been up there? Um, in theory... Okay, uh, let's do this before I change my mind. Sounds good. Um, and Hazel is going to actually physically grab <laughs> your oh. arm and, and be like, we're going. Yes, yes. I... That's Here we go. Beautiful. Yeah, into That's the beautiful. Forbidden Temple. <laughs> uh... And as you take a step forward, the arch in front of you opens. Casting whatever dim light was from within out in a straight line, like a carpet of blue flame to the base of your feet. Do you enter? Okay. This is how we die. <laughs> if we do, then there's a story there. So... Oh yes, I'll. Someone else will tell your story for you. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave a beautiful skeleton. I hope. Hmm. We'll both make lovely corpses. Let's go. Okay, here we go. <laughs> On the inside, you can see that the arch opens up to an to a large atrium lit with flaming sconces and adorned by grand tapestries depicting Crin's three moons. Doors circle the room, which is impossible, actually. There's only one door into the barb. These doorways would have to go to nowhere at all. The light of the moon cascades through broad windows high above, also impossible. This iron structure had no windows. At the center of the room stands a serene-looking woman, a human with long gray hair and red robes. She nods as you enter. Hello. I see that you've made it finally. Yes, it's took a while, but I'm here. We're here. You are the aspirant and your companion. Yes. Hmm. I'm Rovina. I'm the caretaker of the barb. Make yourself welcome. Some water? Yes, please. Of course. She holds out her hand, and out of her palm, a full chalice rises. 
as if it were merged with the flesh a moment before, and she hands it out to you. Thank you. And uh, take it and just kind of do that gulping thing that nervous people do. <laughs> well, Nasty, Sylvanesti, which are you, uh, Elf? What? Oh, that's not. Is that important? I didn't think that that was that important, right? Perhaps not. You have the scent of magic on you. Oh, I I just washed this. That shouldn't be so. Hmm. Well. Maybe it's the maybe it's the dwarf. You're you're thinking oh, of yes. streaks of magic. Uh, of magic? Yes. He does speak the truth. You do radiate magic. You are the one that was sent. Hmm. Your master speaks favorably of you. That's good. You are an interesting addition. I do hope you survive your tests. Thank you. So do I. Standing in the room, um, all of you have passive perception, enough to notice this, uh, but you'll see that um, your initial your initial like feeling is right. Each of these doors would open to nothing if this were the actual building. But this is like a TARDIS on the inside of here. It's way bigger on the inside, and these doors lead off into nowhere. But as you were looking around, Orontiros, you in particular, uh, actually, what is Hazel's passive perception? Eleven. Okay, so you'll just hear <laughs> that there's like there's stuff going on behind some of these doors. Orontiros, you will actually hear like someone go <laughs> behind a door to your right, and the sound of fire. <laughs> I. So, these doors go somewhere. Yes, of course. Hmm. Uh, did... <clears throat> Hazel. Uh... What? So, someone just screamed and something's burning on the, that particular door. Oh, yes, the door there. of fire. Yeah, yes, the door of fire. Yeah. Is there someone screaming hmm. and burning? In well, it the is door? a trial by fire. Oh, of course we're not the first ones here. Oh, no. Wait, you, what? You have a different trial ahead of you. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, good. Good, good. Oh, it's got to be easier than the trial of fire. Hmm. Easy is relative. Please, if you're rested and recuperated, come with me. All right. Let's go. Let's see. Um, Hazel... If you would, please hold your hand out to the doors as you pass them. And as you walk by them, do you raise your hand? Yeah, I do. The first door, you will actually hear the wood of the door creaks and stiffens as you pass. The next, you can hear the sound of a lock going... The next one... 
begins to ice over as you approach. But the next glows slightly with a red light like the moon above. This trial, this trial is yours. The moon has chosen you. Which fits what I've heard so far about you. That would seem to be the case. To pass the test, you must face the trial of this room. The room is only accessible tonight. If you fail, you'll have to wait another year and a half to try again. It requires magical talent, but carries none of the dangers of the test of high sorcery, at least not this room. It is um, a foundational learning step for the real test that will come later. Your goal is to complete the challenge. There is no one way to pass the test. You have until the night ends. At which point, the rooms will vanish. If you're still inside, the rooms should expel you. Although they've been known to be a bit hungry on some years. She glances kind of... Ooh, kind of sarcastically at Orantiros, but I'm going to make an intimidation roll on you real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah. Oh, boy. You know what? You're you're a little Scooby-Doo spooked. You're a little like, is she serious? Is she, is this a ghost story or is this real? <laughs> well, I, Hazel. Oh. Quiet. Y- you know what? If you really could use another year and a half to brush up on your Sorcerer skills, don't you think? It'll be fine. You'll see. She does not look like she believes it'll be fine. (laughs) I don't want... Hmm. I... You really needed to be more persuasive there. Uh... What? Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh... Yes. I... Hmm. You keep saying it till it's true. That's, That's how it works, isn't it? Keep saying it till it's true. Yes. Oh, well. I. It seems like these things shouldn't be taken lightly. Wouldn't you agree? I do agree. That's why I'm not taking it lightly. Hmm. I. I. She. I see you smirking over hmm? there. She. She's planning something. Oh, no, it's already been planned. Oh, the, that's that's much better. Yes. Is it too okay. late to leave? Um, I would like to uh, turn to Ronteros. <laughs> um, just kind of reach way up. I'm probably grabbing like, rather than like lapel height, it's probably like middle of your <laughs> middle of your body height, and just being like, we are not leaving here until I go through there. Okay. But what if? Okay, but hear me out. What if you lose one of your hands or something crazy and you can't cast spells anymore? Or worse, I can't play music anymore. 
She looks for a moment like that thought did not occur to her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? Then the magic will have spoken. Oh, all right. Well, who knows if we can ever find this tower again. I suppose I can do the thing. What do I get out of it? It sounds like I get nothing out of it. You get an amazing story. You get a I story. knew you were listening. You you get my my gratitude. You get my gratitude. Oh, the that gratitude is the of gratitude of one more person than I've ever had. The gratitude of a dwarf means something. Hmm. Hmm. The night. Oh, maybe. Oh, geez. Yes. The night my dear Alf, is short to those with shorter lives. Oh, I've been hearing that for like 20 years. Do you really want to be a coward like the Kender? Running off? Coward like the... The Kender's probably already in there! (laughs) Has a Kender been here tonight? I would love to be a coward like the Kender! That's not the right question to be asking me. <laughs> but you're right. We are fortunate enough that Akender has not taken the apprenticeship ter- trials this year. Oh, Riz would never let me live it down. Okay, fine. Then, of course. She gestures to the door. Let your test begin. And I'll go through the door. The world glows for a moment. And Hazel vanishes, Orontiros. I knew it! Ghosts. Yes. Hello, it would be a Hazel? shame. It would be a shame for her to be alone. What? Hello? Do you join her? I. Uh, yes. Okay. Taking a step through the door. I'm not staying here with you. <laughs> All right. Light flashes. There's a sudden tremble of light around you, and you find yourself in. Well, in a room. Square. Well, no. No, it's a tower. The room itself is 100 feet in diameter, with a door on the opposite wall and a pedestal in the center. You can see there is a large keyhole in the door with a golden lock. And luckily, you can see that, well, in the center of the room, on a pedestal, is a similar golden key. What do you do? There is no one else in the room. There is nothing else in the room. No windows, no dust on the floor. Door, key. It feels too straightforward. It really does. 
what if the what if what if the door opens the key mm. mm-hmm. um well let's see the uh the simple answers first and i'm going to go and i'm going to touch the key so the key is about 50 feet in front of you so you just walk up to it yeah okay you take a couple you take two steps and immediately regret it as your head impacts stone Hmm. there's nothing in front of you but there's a sudden okay wrong choice oh what you is it a key of headaches do you hold out your hand yeah Uh, there is there is a wall in front of you but you can't see anything yeah okay um, actually, make me a perception check. Orantiros, with your perception, uh, your passive is 20 or 21? It's 20. You're going to see there's a little bit of forehead grease on, like floating in air. Because I'm assuming Hazel was a little sweaty going into this trial. Oh, yeah, Disgusting yeah. with magic. Um, is there anything on the floor? No. What'd you say, Hazel? I got a nine. Nine? So you're like, you're there's nothing like you there's nothing in front of you. But like with Orantiros, with your perception, you'll see there is a little smudge, like kind of like Hazel walked into like a glass window and left a little and it's gonna start to fade away, but it's there. Can I take some of the chalk that I have, or like a quill or something, and see if any of it will stay? Sure. Uh, charcoal. Charcoal? So yeah. r- running charcoal along the wall, uh, it will actually mark the wall. Huh. And he's just going to kind of hold the charcoal out and then keep walking until cool. it there's no wall. Uh, Hazel? Um, you see that Orantiros puts the chalk on the wall and takes a couple of steps forward. As he does, um, when he gets five feet away from his the point he started on, it begins to erase behind him. Like he's dragging an eraser five feet behind him. Uh, oh, but if... Hmm. I mean, it it's working, but also it's disappearing. Does it continue to disappear after it's taken away from the wall? It seems to be based on your movement. When you turn away from it, it starts to erase. Um, but as you say that, you will see that like where you're holding the charcoal, you are on the edge of a corner. Is it a maze? Hmm. Oh, let's see if it works on the floor. And he'll, he'll mark the floor and see if the same thing happens. Ooh, clever. Uh, it does not appear to. 
you take five a five foot step away and the floor is still marked. They this is why I brought the... you. You're the smart one. They oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's because I have my sketching materials with me. And also I've you've... never seen an invisible wall before. So I guess we well, feel our way along and mark our passage on the floor. <clears throat> let's see if that works. Okay. Um, I would like, you can absolutely do that and you can navigate by crawling on the floor and marking your, marking your way with charcoal on the floor as you go. Um, but I'm going to need an investigation check from whoever is in charge of this operation. I'm guessing that's Oranteros. Probably my investigation's not great. What? <laughs> I am not a wizard. <laughs> I did not that's fair. take any You're not a wizard? I'm not a you wizard. You lied to me. <laughs> Well, have you know that my passive investigation is 14. Okay. Well, but that's active. A, your active is what, minus two? It's minus one. <laughs> <laughs> the more I concentrate, the worse I do. Uh, yeah, you're Just like ADD. real life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Give me that roll. Oh, uh, oof. Ouch. Yes, me? <laughs> Yep, yeah, you, because you're in charge. You're you're the one on the floor. Um, now, while this is going on, Hazel, is there anything that you'd like to try to do to help? Any magic that you want to cast? I'm looking through my spells. I have so many as this character. It is true, one. yeah. Dragonlance um, gives you many, many spells. So many. Well, um, that's going to be a 13 minus one. I'm going to use my determination. <laughs> Okay. To make that 12 a 14. Yeah, your determination is now gone. Uh, you have a 14. You're going to make some decent progress. Um, and you think you've kind of figured it out. This maze winds back and forth constantly. You At one point, you're 10 feet away from the key. You can see it. It's 10 feet away. And then you end up like 42 feet to the left. And then veer... And then you're, it's just the most, you get so close to it so many times, but you, you've been crawling on your hands and knees for about 45 minutes at this point. Oh, Oren Tiro stands up and he's like, I'm going to feel really silly if this is like a five foot tall wall that we could have climbed and <laughs> just reach up. <laughs> um, so you're, you're jumping and reaching up like a, like a, like a 12 year old boy on his way back from class. Okay, um, it, it does keep going all the way up. <laughs> so I have a, a dumb idea because I, sure. I like it. I don't have a lot of spells that I think would actually help in this in this you, situation. You might be surprised, um, but yeah, go ahead. It's, I mean, that's fair. Um, I'm only somewhat familiar with what these spells do, so eh. but I would like to uh, to take my um, my warhammer, which I have fused my arcane focus into. Nice. Um, because that's great, and I would like to um, swing it at the wall thing, 
um, and and cast Earth Tremor. <laughs> oh, okay. That is definitely not something that's in the book. Um, okay. Um, what is your goal here? My goal is to beat us a path to the key. Okay. That's the most dwarf way through a wizard test that <laughs> yes. I've ever that I've ever heard. Okay, so um, as you're crawling on your hands and knees and then like reaching up to the roof, um, Hazel is going to get sick of this and like go, and are you just going to hit the wall as hard as you can? Yes. Okay, you cause a tremor in the ground within range. Each creature other than you must make a deck save on a saving throw. Um, the creature takes <laughs> 1d6 bludgeoning and is knocked prone. Uh, Cal, can you please do me a favor? Make a dexterity saving throw for Orantaros. Which is probably going to be pretty easy for you. Uh, what's your save DC, Jen? Uh, let me check. I think it's like 14. 14. Okay. What hell. <laughs> well, I've rolled a three. Oh, God. Okay, so... Um, I, it's, a, it's a whole seven. <laughs> you are going to take one point of damage. One point of damage. I'll roll it for Jen. Um, as you slam into this wall in front of you, you're going to hear as these stones fall to the ground. One of them lands on Orenteros's foot. But it's invisible, so you couldn't see it. Um, and as that happens, like, one of these walls is down now, Hazel. Good. <laughs> oh, oof. Oh. Oh, hey, well, at least my hands are all right. Yeah, you was didn't need the, your feet, right? That was one of the closer walls to the... That was one of the closer walls to the key, please, right? There, There is no charcoal on the ground there. I will tell you that. <laughs> you're making it. This is... Yep. You're literally breaking the module right at the beginning, and I love it. <laughs> Well, I suppose you found a shortcut. Much, I've played way too much Ascension Mage for to play. This is really true. I'm just looking at your spells right now to see if you have what they expect you to have. <laughs> to be fair, Jen, I also was like thinking about this plan, and I'm like, I would try and find some way to just smash through the walls. So I, I you, appreciate you. You actually don't have the spells they list as the successes. Ha! <laughs> So, by all means, like, how else do you want to go through this? So, one wall is down. Cast Warhammer. Do you just want to cast Warhammer again? Uh, yeah, I got two spell slots at level one, so... The, the, yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Okay. Um, uh, are you going to scoot a little bit away from Orenteros? I'll save his other foot. Okay, I'll that sounds good. I'll scoot a little ways away from her. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Jen, can you make me an investigation roll with advantage? To try to figure oh, out sure. how to get to them. Are you just going to go to like the thinnest point that you can where you saw yourself before, kind of like right next to it and just go? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Natural 20. Holy crap. Womp, womp, womp. Okay, that's perfect. So we're just going to First at 20. Um, there is going to be. I mean, that's be... a 21 with my investigation, but. That is a nat 20. It's so good. So you smash down the wall. Um,. And uh, as you do, um, it is going to collapse forward and the key is directly in front of your hand. Do you touch it? Yes. Okay. Uh, suddenly, the room is going to shimmer and almost shiver with light as all of the magical energy is going to kind of go... 
and drain away. And for just a moment, you will see these walls in kind of like a 3D diagram. And Orangeros, you were like probably like 10, 10 minutes from reaching there. You were on the right track. You were you had figured this thing out and would have gotten there very, very soon. And then she dropped something on your foot. So you get a little bit of self-validation there. I think you should really feel good about yourself. You succeeded to find it if you waited the entire hour. You almost hour. passed a wizard test as a bard. I almost passed a wizard test without using any wizardry. Well done. Not bad. And with that, the walls are going to... and evaporate. Huh. <sighs> well. I got a key. Oh, all right. Hey, so that was that, right? We're probably it done the whole so. tower. Hmm. I I mean, maybe. I'm going to go unlock the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As you walk forward, you will see that the room you're in, all of the ornate runes that are glowing in the air will evaporate. Well... You walk forward, and the key slides into the golden lock in front of you. And you step through. And once more, you find yourself standing in the comfort of the atrium. There's a brief rattle of ceramics. And you see that Rovina is sitting there drinking out of a saucer and cup of tea. Oh! I thought that you'd got lost. Congratulations. That was... That was um, an intriguing method. She hands off the saucer and teacup to an invisible servant who takes them away, floating across the room. Congratulations. Hazel Night Granite, you are officially past your apprenticeship. You are now ready to take the next step into becoming one of the mages of high sorcery. I have gifts for you. For both of you, actually. She reaches into thin air and pulls an ornate scroll and two spell books emblazed with the symbol of the mages of high sorcery. She hands the scroll to you. Hazel, to complete your tutelage and continue your ascent, you must seek out a man named Waihan. You must not open this scroll until you meet with him. Its contents are met for him only. Should they be opened, you may not have a chance completing your actual test of high sorcery. You will find Wyhan in the city of Calaman, near Vogler. I was told that you were headed that way anyway for Ispen Greenshield's funeral. You will find him in Calaman. He is a black-robed mage. It should be easy for you to find. 
And as for you, I present to you this. And she hands each of you one of the spell books. One bound with red leather, the other bound with blue. For you, a spell book. For you to fill with your magic, your discoveries, your enlightenment, and the steps along your pursuit to knowledge. And to you, Orontiras, she hands you the blue-bound book. For your songs and stories, a souvenir. Though if you do find yourself in love with magic, a year and a half is not a long time to wait for you to take the trial on your own. Unless you'd care to learn some magic and join our ranks. It is tempting. I mean, I did just watch uh, my friend smash down a wall, an invisible wall. Pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. <laughs> hmm. Talk to Waihan. He may be able to help you yet. Congratulations again, Hazel. Thank you. I look forward to you joining my order. That sounded like a dismissal, so uh, Hazel's gonna <laughs> be like, thank you, and um, turn and head, head out. Good luck on your travels. Hmm. The doors will swing open of their own volition. Hmm. And she'll wave to you as you step out, realizing now that you're exiting through a different door than you entered through. As you do, you step out and find yourself in a forest. Oh, we, oh, this isn't our exit. I. Do, do the doors close behind us? They do. As you kind of step up. Oh, wait, no, no, no. We got off on the wrong. Oh. <laughs> Hazel, oh. like, as soon as they close, Hazel, like, goes, yes, and just cheers and then goes, where are we? <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time for us to take a quick break. <laughs> Hey everybody, Kelly here. No ad this episode. I want to welcome you to this brand new campaign. Dragonlance is a work of love for each and every one of us, and I hope you really enjoy what we're doing with it here. If you like what we do here, though, consider supporting us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Every dollar that you give helps us improve the stream, and it really does make a difference. Also, you get your name at the end of the episode, which is pretty rad, because in the podcast, I say everybody's name, which is pretty rad. And finally, if that's not enough for you, there's a ton of additional content like behind-the-scenes podcasts, additional episodes, and more. There's just so much more. So head over to patreon.com slash dorktales now and check it out. And for those of you who are already patrons, thank you so much for helping this dream stay a reality. We couldn't do it without you, literally. And with that, let's head back to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon.
Welcome back to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, here on Dork Tales. Our story now takes us north, along the Vingard River. It's a lovely day for Godfrey, High Valor. You've been traveling for some time from your home in Salamnia with a Knight of the Rose, Levna Dracorn. She is to be your guide and to act as your supervisor, since you're still a squire, as you travel to say your last respects to Ispen Greenshield in the small town of Vogler. A place where you perhaps have spent some time in the past, or where there's something from your past awaiting you. Now, Levna. Levna is a tall woman, sturdily built, with a large scar along her cheek. She claims that it was from a blue dragon, but few of the fellow knights believe her. With her horned helmet off, her hair flows down nearly to her waist, but she keeps it braided up beneath, its long raven locks hidden from view, exposing only her fairly stern, kind of handsome face. Her nose is a bit too long, her chin is a bit too sharp, but she's not poor-looking, just a bit severe. Godfrey, what do you look like? Um, Godfrey is a uh, tall, uh, muscular individual. Um, he's uh, uh, looks around like fairly young, around 1920, um, wild kind of hair that uh, he normally keeps out. Um, he, he does have, uh, some stubble growing, uh, there, uh, um, which, you know, is contrary to the typical mustache that, uh, mm -hmm. uh, is traditional knight. It's kind of like his little, no, I'm not doing that, <laughs> but, uh, uh, he's, uh, yeah, uh, black hair, uh, just starting to go a little bit faded, a few of them there and, uh, um, yeah, uh, typically... Hmm wearing chainmail. Fair. You haven't earned your your helmet yet. So that's yeah. uh that's kind of fun. Um you are having you've been having a pretty decent time traveling overall despite the circumstances. Ispen was well known to you, but he was an adventurer and well beyond his 60s into his 70s when he passed. He left behind him a legacy that cannot be denied. You were having a, a decent time, I'd say, probably bonding with Levna. That is until the tag-along showed up. Three days ago, as you were traveling, a small creature, a kender, joined your party. And it is as you are walking down the road toward Vogler, not terribly far away, perhaps a half day's journey, perhaps a day if you continue to dawdle behind. You and Levna walking as you go. And behind you, tags a kender. Robin, please describe Razira. All right, so Razira is 
three foot five Kender with this kind of lovely reddish gingery hair in a top knot has lovely um, kind of soft but slightly chiseled features. She um, is often wearing a bright kind of orange gold shirt with this scarf that's also orangey black around her neck and this beautiful velvet or um not velvet purple kind of corduroy vest that just has tons of pockets on it and in it she carries a few daggers and a couple short swords with her and she has with her as always a bag that is full of just wonderful things that she finds along her adventures nice and she finds 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 they weren't there and then they it. were. They were. I don't know how they get there, but they do. All right. So right before we start, I'm going to say, Godfrey, can you do me a favor? And you and I, uh, as Levna, are going to do competing perception rolls. All right. Well, that's a number. Ooh, that's a good number. Uh, 21. Robin, please roll a D100. Okay. And uh, PM me what what you have in your hands. All right. Uh, do, do, do. You're wandering down the road, making your way toward a wooded section of the road that veers toward Vogler. The Vingard River is within earshot. You can hear it babbling meandering its way toward the bay in the north. Vingard. Mm-hmm. You said Vingard River? The Vingard River. Uh, I used to know a Vingard girl. You say something, back. Rookie? Yeah. Just trying to pass the time a little bit. That's fair. I used to, I used to know a Vingard girl. Here, pass back. me one of those boiled egg rations. Thank you, you go, sir. Sir, you know you're one of the only recruits that doesn't try the ma'am thing. I like Would it. You prefer that? No, 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 no. Not while the helmet's on, boyo. He peels the egg, reaches to her pocket. Razira, what are you doing right now? The knight um, in front of you is, like, checking herself, reaching, like, into where she normally would have, like, a pouch or a pocket dangling off of her belt and armor. Um, do they know that she's behind? They they noticed. They've noticed yeah, that, that you've been kind of just right? tagging along. I'm assuming that Razira has been tagging along, telling stories, asking questions. Oh, yeah. Yes, okay. So, yeah, so it's not like she's hiding from them. Okay, cool. Yes, no, no she's just been tagging along, asking where they're going and kind of just, yeah. Yeah, a few weeks ago, or about, about, a, about, about four days ago, your wanderlust got the better of you, and you mm-hmm. walked away in the middle of the night from your friends that were about to go into the, um, uh, about to go into the Tower of Sorcery, which you thought would be very rude to, because you, you read the invitation. It was plus one, not plus two, and you're not a rude person. Besides, you thought you heard something in the brush, and then there was a rabbit yeah. and a snare, but then this hunter showed up, and he seemed kind of mean, and then 
So what are you doing right now as you're wandering down the road? Um, can Razira also have an egg? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in her hand? So I think Razira's gonna be like... So you've got a boiled egg in your hand? And like... Yeah, you have some delicious... It's a truffled coarse salt in your hand. Ooh, a little pouch of it. Good. Quite expensive. She's gonna put a little on her egg. And then they go... Mm -hmm. Hey! <laughs> That's my bag of salt! Oh! <laughs> I'm not about to eat an egg without salt. Hand it over. I, I don't know how to cut here. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, things just wander into my... I must have dropped it. I, I, I picked it up for you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. She gives God nice real. Of, uh, nice of uh, her to return it. <laughs> it yeah, is quite tasty. Where'd you get it? I handpicked it in Salamnia. Dried out the truffles myself and mixed it. Oh, They're quite talented. Good. I can forage. I'd have to learn that. I wonder where I could do it. Hmm, I wonder if I could go there now. You, know, you, could, you could go over there guys. and forage. I'm sure, like, the forest of the south. Look, there's plenty of places to forage over there. Are you trying to get rid of me? No, I'm not. That would be very rude. That uh, would be... What's, what's your insight? You, can you roll insight for me? Yeah. We should, uh... Uh, that's a 25. <laughs> We're all heading in the same direction. <laughs> yeah, she's she's probably joking with you. She might be testing your courage. That's what naiads do, right? No, I think I'm going to tag along with you. You guys, you know, you're just testing me. I know it. I'm not going to fall for it. Wow. The short one's pretty quick. Tell you what, Godfrey, mm -hmm. she smacks you on the back. Why don't you spend some time with, uh, what was your name? Raziri? I'm Raziri. Razira Moonbrush, but you could just call me Riz. Why don't you spend some time with Riz? As my squire, you're sworn to carry my burdens. Um, yes, sir. Oh, uh, straighten himself up a little bit and uh, like, just kind of look over all of his things quickly. Um, uh, sorry, it was Razira, was it? I yeah, but you, you can call me Riz. It's 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 no trouble. Ah, uh, or hey you, or you Kender, or hey give that back. It's, it's just I respond to a lot of things. Uh, well, it's a uh, pleasure to meet you. At least, uh, at least you're a little bit more chatty. You know, it helps pass <laughs> oh. the time. Yeah, I have lots of stories from all my travels. If you want to hear, I can go on about the time that I was just traveling with a bunch of, uh, a bunch of, uh, I would love oh. to hear some stories. Yeah, that, that'd be great. Sure. Um, I'll tell you about this one gentleman that I, oh, he was so amazing. I ended up, I, I started 
very similar to how I've met you guys. Is you know you. I accidentally found one of his items, but uh, Ibsen was a really good guy, mm -hmm. Mr. Greenshield. Sorry. She sorry, puts the sorry, water sorry. skin back at her waist. Um, excuse me, sorry. Uh, Riz, uh, that was... Ispen? Did I hear what yep. I thought I heard? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah. Quite, quite well, actually. We're, uh, do, do... Where are you heading? Well, I was supposed to meet up with my two friends. Well, we were all supposed to go up to the, to his funeral together, but then I... One of my friends had a, a, an invitation for a, a test of some sort, but it said plus one, so I didn't want to be a, a, you know, break any rules or anything. So I decided to just go along, and then I found a rabbit, and then I found a stream, and then I found a caravan, and then I went to my caravan, and there's a pretty horse. The horse was so nice to talk to. Um, of course, and then I was traveling, and then I found you guys. But we were all supposed to go to his funeral. What about you? How do you know him? Uh, he, uh, I, I met him when I was a bit younger. He helped, uh, train me a little bit. Oh. Yeah, he seemed like quite the adventure. He had some great stories, but I would love to be able to tell the stories that he, he did. He, he was a good man. Right, uh, right, Levna? He was, um, he was a legend. We, uh, he honors us, having us at his funeral. And, uh, if, uh, but you know what they we say? would be honored to have you travel with us to, to there, wouldn't we, Levna? A friend of Ispen's? If she if she's a friend of Ispen's, then I don't think we could turn her away. Aw, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I'd probably just follow you, um, if that's what you're going. But now that I'm, I'm well, besides, honestly, like, <sighs> it's quite solemn to think about funerals, but really, it's just the next great adventure. That's just how I see it. I don't see it as a sad thing. This is why I'm wearing still my bright colors, is because... Ibsen just went on the next adventure. I'd like to eventually go see that, but maybe not yet. I still have my own stuff to do here, but... Hmm. Well, uh, do you have any more of those spices or salts on you? Uh, I don't know. Do you? They may not be... I have, I have my own spices. Is that my saffron? My... Come here. Come here. Let me look. Let me look inside the... Levna goes and tries to like start frisking you for for spices uh, and it is at that point that you are going to hear a quivering scream echo from around the corner I'm gonna run towards it Please yeah. help! a young man shouts and rushes around the bend toward you he's about maybe 14 or 15 long kind of shaggy blonde hair like luke skywalker shaggy that runs up to you dressed in peasant clothes oh my god oh my god he's he runs up to you and just collapses gasping for air at your feet what happened what's wrong What's wrong? What happened? 
They're, they're right behind me. They're right behind me. They're, they're coming here. They're, they're gonna be here in a second. Please, you gotta help me. You have swords. You have swords. You gotta help me. Who? Who's here? I'll, I'll look towards Levna. There's no one behind you, son. You can make that a persuasion roll if you want to try to calm him down. Sure. Nice. Uh, I think that's a dirty 20. A dirty 20. All beautiful. Um, as So what do you say to calm him down? Look, there isn't anyone behind you. You're safe now, all right? We've got you. Just, just breathe a little bit and tell us what happened. Maybe we can try and help you. That's what we're um, supposed to do, right? My name, my name's Reese. I, I work at a nearby farm and I was hired by a group of soldiers to travel with them and, and take care of their horses. Um, I, I don't know much about the soldiers, but I, I, I heard them talk about that the, the, there are a bunch of troops. Oh, oh God, I think I'm gonna throw up. There are a lot of troops. Um, but we were we were traveling through the woods up ahead, and, and then suddenly these 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 people in black cloaks came and started attacking us, and and. I didn't get a look at him. I, I, I hid in the brush and escaped while the soldiers were fighting him, but then the, the soldiers started losing. And I think they're in trouble. You're, 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 you're soldiers, right? You're, you're wearing armor. Could you, please, please, you, you, you have to help them. I, I, I don't think they're going to be able to hold up to them. And if they're, they're, they're nice people, um, they're just about, about a half mile down the road. I, 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 <gasps> look at left now, sir. Well, Sounds we're like inside. So, yeah, it does sound like bandits. Rosaria's already gone. <laughs> hey, where's hey, the Kendra? We, you can't go alone. Well, come on then. Come on, come on. We got to help. He's it. It was urgent. Come on, run faster. You have bigger legs. Come on. We do have bigger legs. Let's go. You head forward with Levna. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, hey, uh, Reese will pull himself to his with, feet. Uh, Try and catch up with Riz. Okay. Uh, Reese will try to, to chase behind you. Okay. I just, it's just up here. You move stay, into the woods. Stay I'm behind sorry, me. Into a darker area. As you get closer, Reese pauses. And, I'm not going to go any further. It wasn't much beyond here. Please be careful. We'll be fine. And Levina draws her sword. I will follow suit. Yeah, Razira takes out uh, a sword and a dagger in her hand. Do we want to go sneaky? I think that would probably be advantageous till we know what's going no. on. I... Godfrey, I don't hear steel right now, okay. son. Alright, just but stay close. We shouldn't be it's not, it's not like you and I can be sneaky with what we're wearing. It's no good if she sneaks off and gets killed. He has a point. Stay with us. Okay. You step forward. And as you do, you can see that just on the other side of a hill, a wrecked wagon lies toppled, surrounded by armored corpses. Robed figures dressed in, well, in black cloaks, strange bulges, pick through the remains. However, what's your passive perception, Godfrey and Razira? Uh, 14, 18. I think. One second. 14. And 18. You're, 
gonna notice that something is wrong about these people. These cloaked figures. You'll see that they have strange appendages stretching the fabric. W wings? There are five of them total. Have, I'll look at Levna. Have you seen? What are they? Hmm. One of them snarls in a language that I don't think any of you recognize. It's harsh. Rasping and almost reptilian. We can't let them get away with this. No, we can't. Aren't we have to. What do we do, sir? Do Some of them look wounded. We need to. And I would like everyone to make me a stealth roll, please. With disadvantage yeah, if you're wearing armor. You sure I am. Uh, nine. nine. Oh, no. Oh, with disadvantage, that makes a four. A dirty 20 for the Kender. <laughs> okay. Dirty 20 for the Kender. Uh, as she says that, she leans forward and puts her foot down, kind of to brace herself quietly. And as it does, there is a horrible crunch as the shifting weight between the two of you, Godfrey, um, is going to plunge you through a bit of rotted log that you were standing near. Uh, both of you are going to slide down an embankment directly into this with a crash. Oh, bollocks. And as that happens, um, the the leader of the figures is going to turn, look at you and go, and the others will turn and raise their hands, which are long reptilian fingers with claws, clutch, short sword. Look on in horror. One of them rasps at you. Roll initiative. Oh boy. Ooh. That's Ooh. A Eighteen. That's a oh god, that's a nat twenty. Twenty-two. That's a thirteen. Okay. Twenty. Thirteen. <laughs> As seven, Jen six. is saying in our private chat, don't die. Gonna try not to. Okay, and a 17. We got this. Levna. Okay, go ahead and pop it in our chat real quick, folks. It is time for the first combat of the game. Yeah. How do you spell Levna again? L-E-V-N-A. Yep. Perfect. Okay, so these guys... Oh, I love it when enemies have a plus zero to their initiative. Okay, so... Zero, followed by... Also, chat, seriously let me know if um, Razira is talking too fast. I wanted to differentiate a little bit from Darcy with the Irish accent, but if it's like, let me know if I need to slow down with that. I, I think you've been I'm doing quite well. I've been very pleased with everybody's characters okay, cool. tonight. Cool. I just want to make sure because I know a random made a joke in, in our in the Twitch chat about taking notes with Razira is going to be a challenge. So well, I don't like, think most people are taking notes, thankfully. That's true. But okay, yes, no. so then it is, so it goes that, then it goes Godfrey, then it goes... Oh, hey. It's so weird being like, I know what these are! 
and being like, but he doesn't. Yeah, no, me too. I was like, I know, right? Oh my gosh. We have okay. to be like, the first that see these things. Right? That's like terrible. I love it. I know, right? Enjoy. All right. So uh, it is initiative time, my friends. So the initiative order is Razira, one of them, Godfrey, Levna, the rest of them. Oof. Okay. Okay. So you're basically fighting in waves, except for that first one. Uh, you're going to stumble down the embankment. And at that point, I think it is time for us to enter our first combat. All right. As you slide down the embankment, um, Razira, you get first initiative. What do you do? Okay, how, Four how of them. Are they me? Uh, so they're about 30 feet from you. The first one yeah. is. Uh, the leader appears at the back about, about 70 feet away. Um, and as you fall down the embankment, he lets out a bellow that without even understanding the language you know means, get them! Mm-hmm. Um, so did they, with my stealth roll, did they see me as well? You don't think so, but you don't know. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't just, but you said fall down the embankment. I was wondering if that, if, if I fell with them or No, not. you did not. Okay, cool. That's, yeah, that's, I should. So you're pretty sure that they distracted. Cool. Um, so I think that's a bonus action, 60 feet. All right. Um, Razira is going to leap from the embankment following them and would like to, as an attack, hurl a dagger at the closest one while okay. taunting at them, being like, that sounds... hey, come here, y'all, slimy lizardy bastards. Okay, you may do so. Go ahead, make me that attack roll. Uh, do I get that attack at advantage because they did not see me? Uh, you know what? Sure, I'll allow it. Yay! I'll spend your I'll spend Sweet your something attack. good hap one of your something good happens for that. Okay. For that snack attack. For that snack attack. Which I'm glad you did because one of the ones I rolled was a four. The other one I rolled a 14, uh, dirty 20 to hit. That is going to be a hit. Roll me damage. All right. With a dagger. Which I'll have now, are to you throwing or are you later. stabbing? Um, I would like to... Um, I would like to throw it. Okay. Because I want to kind of stay somewhat back from them, kind of behind. Sounds good. Godfrey All right. So, and Levna, and so then we'll be damaged with them. your sneak attack. Yep. All right. So what is And are you using your taunt attack? ability? Yes, I'm using the taunt ability. Okay. Yeah. All right. So give me your damage and then tell me um, what I need to roll for that. Okay. So it's going to be a total of... Um, Eight. Uh, ten points of piercing damage. Ooh, damn, that's a really good hit. Yeah, a snack attack, baby. Um, and then I need you to make me, um, so... Now, is, this, is this just the one that you attacked? Uh, I was wondering, because you said the leader, is the leader, was the leader 70 feet away from me, or was the leader 70 feet away from... The leader's down the path away is barking okay. orders. All right, so, so then I'm going to do the one that I hit with the dagger. I'm going to taunt okay. them, and they need to succeed on a wisdom DC 14 saving throw. Ooh, actually, they might have. They did not. They, they didn't make it? They, they didn't make it. What, did they, what happens to them? 
Cool. So now the target has disadvantage on all attacks that are not against me. And that's why I'm behind Godfrey and Lesna. And I'm being like, come here, you slimy lizardy bastard. Nice. I will slay your skin from your bones, he says. And he's going. Your friends. Uh, and he's going to charge forward and is going to take two swipes at Godfrey. Uh, the Brilliant. first one, so disadvantage. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, that's going to be a miss for sure. Uh, that is going to be a total of a six. Uh, and I'm going to spend a hurt them more to roll flat on the second one. All right. Uh, and what is your armor class, Godfrey? 18. 18. Uh, as... As he rushes forward, or as it rushes forward, it is a deep voice, you can't really tell. Um, it brandishes its short sword. The first one swipes at your face. You're going to dodge away. And the second blow, what kind of sword are you using? Long sword? Long sword. Okay. Um, the next one is going to go directly for your throat, but you are going to effortlessly parry it out of the way with a side swipe. Levena looks over at you. You gonna let him get you gonna let him talk to you like that? Your turn. Awesome. Uh, uh, it's like cowards, five on three. And I'll uh, like try and push him back with the shield a little bit and go in with a strike. I'm going to use the uh, precise strike for advantage. Because okay. why the heck not? Uh, will a 18 hit? It will absolutely hit. Roll me damage. All right. So that uses up a use. Okay. And I get an extra D8 added on Ooh. as a bonus because of that. So that's uh, 16 points of damage. How do you want to do this? Oh, I'm just going to like push him back with the shield and after calling them all cowards, I'm just going to stick it right up into his head. Like, just I like... need you to... That yes. is perfect. Uh, you jam it directly into his head and I need Which you to make a me a strength idea. save. Yeah, it's a bad idea. <laughs> and this Which is the fantastic. rule I changed. Oh, nice, nice. Wait, they don't have this normally? Nope, they, they have something else. What? Okay, okay. Uh, huh. Oh, we'll find out later. I'm, I'm interested, though. Uh, 22. 22, all right. Um, you are going to stab this thing in the head, uh, and as you do, I need everybody who is within five feet, so you and Levna to also make me a constitution save. Levna's going to so pass a easily. save and then a constitution and save? And then a con save, yeah. Okay. Uh, that is a 15. Okay, you are absolutely fine. Uh, as you stab into it, you're going to pull your sword out with a great deal of resistance. You're going to hear like this grinding noise as the creature lets out a horrible <laughs> and then crystallizes into stone in front of you. What? Its hood is stuck to its face, but you could see that it's not a face, actually. It's a long reptilian snout with slitted eyes beneath, glaring at you balefully from its permanent petrification. Um, what in the nine hells is that? Levin is going to say, looking at it, and... Okay. Next. Oh, uh, sorry, what happened with the con save? With the concept, you were absolutely fine. Um, basically, okay. as as you pull that out, bits of like its stone flesh is going to become kind of like aerosol and dust around you, nice. and you're going to cough a bit, but otherwise be fine. Do you have any other actions you'd like to do? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Levna is going to say, "Well, I can't be hell. What in the nine hells is that? Well, I can't be shown up by a squire." 
and she is going to take a rush forward and take a swing at the next one in the row. And that's gonna be a 23 to hit. Nice. And she gets... So she draws her greatsword. Um, and, holy crap, is gonna deal 12 points of slashing damage to the next one, bringing down her greatsword and damn near cutting this thing's arm. Well, you know what? We're cinematic mode. Um, he It snarls and she brings her sword down cutting its arm, it's going to hit the ground and is scaled and talonous, like some type of lizard man. As soon as the arm hits the ground, it becomes stone. And that is... Well, now it's is... a fair fight. All right. Um, that is going to be her turn. Uh, the one that she just stabbed is going to snarl. I'm going to spend a hurt them more, and she is going to attack with advantage. Or it is going to attack with advantage, and that is a natural 20. Oof. Oh no! Natural 20 is going to be... Uh, it could be way worse. Uh, no, it couldn't. Oh god, these dice are amazing. Um, uh, that is going to be uh, 10 points of, of piercing damage. Uh, oh god, she has 3 hit points left. Oh no. Yikes. Uh, and it's, go it's going to attack again. Uh, and this, so um, she chops its arm off and raises to attack again, but without a shield, this thing is going to dodge and slam his blade directly into this creature's, uh, pardon me, and that this creature is going to slam its blade uh, directly between Levna's ribs, right into her liver. And blood is going to start issuing out from the bend in her mail. Levna! You're not down yet! You will be. <laughs> um, another one is going to lunge forward at you, Godfrey. Uh, wielding its blade, it's going to take two swipes at you. Um, that is going to be a definite miss on the first one. I'm going to spend a hurt them more. And does a... Ooh, does an 18 hit you? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, Levna is going... Actually, you know what? One sec. Uh, is that a reaction? That's a reaction. So hold on one sec. That's actually going to be a miss. Uh, Levna is going to stumble back and use her reaction to use protection on you. Tear. Which grants disadvantage on that roll. Oh. So uh, the blade is going to like be aimed right at your face. It was going to give you a wicked scar. Um, but as that was coming down... Um, she's going to shoulder check as she stumbles back and the, it's going to go wide and you're going to be able to parry it as well. Um, the last one in the row is going to um, to rush around uh, and is going to charge directly at Razira. Um, uh, it is, he's going to charge wide, but Godfrey, he's going to have to run past you. You can make an opportunity attack. Heck yeah. You know, I'm... Oh, once per turn. So yeah, I'm going to use my other precise strike because why the heck not? You might as well. Um, yep. Uh, 21. 21. That is absolutely going to hit. Roll, roll me damage. All right. Uh, so I'm out of precise strikes now. <laughs> um, but that would be... Eleven. Uh, uh, 18. 18 damage? 18 damage. Yep. Holy crap. It um, adds a D... 
eight, another D8 onto the damage when what? Uh, it oh, hits. Damn. But that's why you can How only do, do, do it two times. Um, yep. Yeah, that is going to draw a line down this thing's back. Um, so deep, it's actually going to cleave a bit of the cloak away, and a leathery wing, kind of like vestigial and shriveled, is going to fall to the ground and begin to crystallize into stone. Um, this thing is barely on its feet, uh, but it is going to stumble past and take two swipes at Razira. Hey, I'm over here. I will kill the small one and then you. Uh, Razira, I'm going to spend to hurt them more. Boop. Oh, man. It's going to frenziedly strike at you, missing once, twice, three times, and uh, he's going to swing one final time with a 21. Hey, that, yeah, that'll that'll do her. Okay, uh, you're going to take four points of piercing damage as Ouch. it rushes forward and stabs you in the shoulder. And that is going to be the end of the first turn. Ooh, you guys are not in good shape. Um... Razira, it is your turn. There's one of these things directly in front of you, breathing down at you with this horrible dracon well, draconic breath. <laughs> oh, boy. Have you thought I'm about taking a branch for dinner? Well, good thing it's only noon. Uh, and I will take a stab <laughs> with my rapier, Adam. <laughs> good thing it's noon. Stab. Yep. Awesome. Yep. All right, so, um, I am not within, he is not within five feet of another enemy, right? Uh, he is not, because you are further cool. back. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I just rolled this flat, so no snack attack on this. Uh, that's going to be a 21 to hit. 21 to hit. Uh, is absolutely going to be a hit. Roll me. Oh, God. You don't think you're going to need to, but roll me damage. Ooh, that's uh, 10 points of piercing damage. I need you to make me a strength save, followed by a con save. Oh, boy. Of how I want to do this? How do you want to do this? I think, so yeah, Razira says, good thing it's only lunch, and then she's going to, um, she's going to take her blade and, and just stab through the base of the neck up, like, like through, like, bottom of the jaw up through the, the top of his head um, to like shut his mouth like a shish kebab. Sounds great. Make me a strength save. Um, okay. Well, that was actually good for my strength save. Uh, 18. Okay. Uh, you are, you know what? Roll with disadvantage. I'm spending a hurt them more. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, chat, for buying me seven hurt them mores. Oh, that's a nine. Okay. Uh, you are going to try to pull your dagger free, but its body petrifies, sealing your dagger inside. My rapier, you mean? Not oh, your rapier. Dagger. Pardon me. Your rapier is trapped inside of the monster. Give that back. <laughs> mm, I want that back. And then a con save. Oh, lordy. No that's a botch, my friends. Okay, and uh, so you are going to try to pull it back, and are you just you want this desperately back? Yes. Do you totally. enough to? So you are going to put your foot on this thing's chest and rip back, and you are going to snap your rapier from like, the tip 
but as you do, you're going to pull the jaw forward and a plume of this petrifying dust is going to hit you. Um, you are restrained and will begin turning to stone. Oh, no. Um, at the start of your next turn, you will make a save again. If you fail, you will be petrified. Um, so do I have the rest of my action or no? You will have the rest of your action, yeah. Um, but you uh, will start to breathe and you'll see your fingers begin to turn to stone and feel your mouth creeping into stone. Uh, I don't think this is very good, is it? Uh... But hey, this is a more bad guy's bonus action. I'd like to chuck my other dagger at the closest uh, weird lizard thing. Okay. Absolutely. And I that have would no be... more weapons. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So for p purposes, my dagger is broken off, but or my rapier is broken off, so yeah. I have no no cap. Cool. Your your rapier will. I'll say that it's broken, so it does a d6 instead of a d8 now. Okay. Can I get? Uh, and is it place I can get that repaired? Yeah. There's a blacksmith <gasps> down. Did you get a nat twenty? A nat twenty. All right. Roll me damage. Yeah. So you're targeting the one that um, that Godfrey already stabbed. Or the, no, that you yes. already hit. Yeah. With the dagger. So you might as well follow that up. Um, also, mm -hmm. uh, other players, check the chat. The PM. I don't get to add my modifier because uh, it's a bonus action. Um, but that's going to be a total of four points of piercing damage as she goes. Four yeah. points of piercing damage. <laughs> Does a nice, uh, like, flippy, flippy, flippy. I'm going to need those back. Also, I'm feeling a little bit stony. A little bit stony. Okay. Um, as okay, Razira, you start to turn to stone. Um, the monster that you just peppered with another blade uh, is going to turn to Godfrey. You're going to die like the rest of the knights. Too bad you aren't one. Uh, and Ooh. Godfrey, that's going to be two twenties to hit you. That's that that hurts. Um, Eleven has. I took that three. personally and got caught off guard. You you did. Uh, that first hit is going to deal only three points of piercing damage. So nothing. Oh, did you take heavy armor, Master, as your human feet? Oh God. Yeah. Oh, okay, nice. I'm going to spend the hurt the more to reroll my second damage then because I rolled what, three what twice. Uh, if I'm wearing heavy armor, I uh, reduce all um, non-magical weapon attacks, like bludging, piercing, and slashing by three. Perfect. Um, all right. Uh, there is going to be a... There's going to be a slamming noise as this creature plunges its blade into your chainmail. And it, your chainmail is going to hold as you kind of like press against it, trusting the links. And it's going to snarl, not good enough, and is going to hammer the pommel of its blade through. Uh, the second Ooh. hit is going to deal seven points of piercing damage. All right, so four. Okay. Um, and that is going to be his turn. I still have a couple of hurt the moors. Uh, I'm going to spend a something good happens. Kalara. You heard something over the ridge, and when you heard, when you saw that Reese was screaming at some nearby travelers for aid, you turned over the ridge to see what had happened. And now you see that there are three 
cloaked individuals. Pardon me, two cloaked individuals? Two cloaked individuals, yeah. Uh, two cloaked individuals, three cloaked individuals. Two remaining three. cloaked individuals. Uh, well, no, because uh, we uh, we did a, a how do you want to do this already, didn't we? Two. We've done two. Yeah, so there are, uh, there are two cloaked figures that are um, battling with a pair of a pair of armored people and a kender with a with a smattering of bodies around lying on the ground. What would you like to do? Um Am I still near the mercenary camp? Uh you are not. You are on your way home okay. at this point. Okay. Um so there's nobody with me then and they're damaged. Now mm -hmm. I was just filled with like clerically radiance sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know how to use that though. So I you think do. maybe it just kind of Oh, I do. Like I actually you do like you want... Yep. You have divine knowledge of your powers. Um all right. I think it's obvious these people are being attacked. They've killed a lot yes. of other people. Yep. Um guiding bolt. Okay. Um which one are you attacking? The one that is uh, in combat with the dark-haired man, or the one that's in that is leering over a a very badly bleeding knight. Um, the one over the very badly bleeding knight. Okay, so go ahead and guiding bolt. That's your attack roll, right? Yeah, it's a spell attack. Okay. Uh, so that is, and then. I have to familiarize myself with my numbers. Uh, 23 to hit. 23 to hit? Okay. Yeah. Uh, that is absolutely going to hit. Roll me damage. Okay. Uh, 10 damage. Okay. And that's radiant. And... The next attack roll made against them has advantage before the uh, end of my next turn. No need, actually. Your first casting of a spell in this game, please tell me what you want to do to this one armed figure. Um, I think she... What is this? This is a vocal somatic. So I think the words just burst from her. And I think maybe the, the staff might be the somatic part. I think so. I think you just like it wave just it around, around a way. and casts the spell at them. And this bolt of glowing energy streaks across and slams into it, maybe kind of doing the knockback sort of thing, mm. um, where everything kind of goes limp and back. And uh, all right, they, at that point they just cut like their string, like they just drop like the strings are cut. That is fantastic. Um, Godfrey, you were right next to Levna in this. I need you to make me a constitution save as this thing crumples into crumbling stone that is still glowing. Uh, 15? 15. That's great. Levna is going to stumble back. Her sword's going to kind of tremble in her hand. She's going to go, for God's sake. 
and looking down, you can see her hand begin to turn to stone. Uh, Godfrey, it is your turn. Uh, I'm going to spend the last something good happens. The force of this blast of magical energy was so much that it not only shattered this one into stone, but the magical illumination has surrounded the one next to it that you're fighting. You have advantage on your attack. But I'm going to take it. And uh, I'm going to try and position myself between um, Levna and it uh, with my shield up so that if, if I can to try and Absolutely, protect. you totally can. Okay, advantage. Oh, thank God for advantage. Uh, 22. That's going to hit. Roll me damage. And so that'll be 12. 12 points of damage. And this one had already been hit by Razira for, it was 10 on your last attack, right? It was. Um. Yep. I think so, yeah. Or, or it was 12. Actually, you did 12, if I'm not mistaken. Um. All right, Godfrey, I need you to do me a favor. Uh, tell me what happens to this thing and make me a strength save. Oh. And you know what? Save. Make it with disadvantage. Ooh. All right. Uh, ooh, damn. Uh, disadvantage would be 14. A 14? Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, your sword is going to become wedged in it. So whatever you do, it's going to be pretty powerful. All right. So I'm going to, like, slash into it from its shoulder and, like, go into it. And uh, I'm expecting it to be dead. So I'm going to, like, kind of, like, try and pull it and, like, look at the one that was standing far off and be like, Oh, son of... I'm coming for you next! And just keep trying to pull it out. Okay. Uh, as you do, let me just roll for your blade. Uh, your blade is still intact, but it is lodged fast, and I need you to make me a con save. Con save. I'm going to say that uh, you have interposed yourself between Levna and it. Sweet. Uh, that would be a 14. A 14? You are okay. You, you cough a little bit uh, as this thing turns to stone and dies. And as it does, I need Razira and Levna to make me another constitution save. Okay. Well, balls. Oh, my balls. Eight. What'd you roll? Eight? Eight. Yep. Okay. Um, You are going to... And... Become encased in stone. And Levna, as well, goes... I don't feel so... And her body turns to stone as well. Shit. As that happens. Kalara, what do you do? Whatever that last one was, Kalara, it wasn't here by the time you showed up. It appears to have sent its minions to do its bidding and then ran away. Um, I think she's going to run towards, because they're all down now, right? So it's just... They're all down the except for Godfrey. Right. Yeah. Uh, she's going to, to run over to try and help. Um, so glancing around, there are... Oh, God. Um, there are a number of dead knights on the ground. Soldiers? There's a, 
a knight that's been turned to stone. These strange creatures that now that you see inside of their hoods are these warped dragon-like visages with these harsh, harsh cheekbones and horns and these long talonous wings protruding through their cloaks, frozen in stone, as well as a kender laying on the ground, frozen in in rictus. And the one who you stride or that you rush down to, um, I would like a, you know what? Your passive perceptions are what and what? Godfrey, Kalara? 14. Uh, 14. Both of you will recognize each other. Godfrey? Kalara? What are you, what? I was just what thinking about happened? you. Uh, 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 the, uh, I, uh, uh, I, um, <laughs> is that really you? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, we, we, yes. there was this, um, this, this man ran out and was saying he was attacked and, oh shit, Levna. And, uh, I mean, I didn't really know her, but. What do we do? How how do we? I'll kind of poke at uh, both at the Kender a little bit gently. Both the knight and the Kender have turned to stone. Kalara, do you have anything, any spell that might help this? Turn to stone. Yeah, who I'm knows? Pretty, I'm pretty sure that's greater restoration. <laughs> it is greater restoration, unless it's something else. But uh, do you? What do you have on you? Um, what I have prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. Cantrips are light, spare the dying, word of radiance. I have bless, cure wounds, detect poison and disease, guiding bolt, guiding hand, healing word, and shield of faith. Okay. Yeah, try guiding bolt, see what happens. Yeah, I'd, I'd say guiding bolt, though. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, do you want me to crumble start rolling, into bits? Uh, some Earth Tremor. Just trying to drop, drop some D, D, you know, drop the lowest, roll six sets three I, times. I think, I think that might be... Uh, that might be good. Uh, I would like both of you to make a perception roll. Okay. Eleven? Uh, Eleven? Um, Twenty-three. Kalara, as you lean down to try to figure out what is going on here and how to help, um, are you going to the knight or the kender? Um, I think I'll start with the knight, since that's who I tried to save initially. You are going to hear breathing from inside of the statue. She's still breathing. What? There's a th- I'll check there's the a kinder. layer of stone over her open mouth. The kender, um, if you put hands, you will feel a bit of a tremble as if there is the rise and fall of a chest struggling against the stone shape. So this is maybe just what? What do we do? Them? This is how, how did this even happen? Hey, um, is there anything I think that I can do that feels right? Does Michigelda guide me? Um, let's see. You could uh, you could definitely try healing because she's very badly okay. badly hurt. It could just be a temporary effect. You could try to like break away some of the stone. I will maybe yeah. try 
and very gently break away stone if it looks like it's covering. Make me, not a, make me a strength check. <laughs> I'll go and try the same thing, but with uh, starting around the hair, just in case. That's fairly fair. That's fair. Uh, that's fair. 14. 14. All right. Uh, with the tip of your staff, you're just going to kind of like just dink right between her mouth and you're going to crack a little bit in here. <gasps> There's breath sucking in and out of the small hole that you just chipped in the stone by the mouth. I'm going to scramble over to the Kender and do that again. Okay. So Godfrey, did you already, you, you chip away some of the hair? Yeah. Uh, 16. Um, well, it's mixed success. You're going to smash the hair and a little chunk of hair is going to be in stone that breaks away, but there's going to be some exposed hair as well because it's hair. It's fragile. Kalara. Try the mouth. <laughs> okay. So Kalara, you're going to rush over. You're going to, uh, you can offer the help action. Sure. Okay. So go ahead. And you said strength save. Strength With save. advantage. With advantage, please. Good team. Good team. Oh, not 20. So 20. Not 20. All right. So, uh, Razira, you are going to suddenly be able to breathe again. <laughs> and then a moment later, a tremble falls over each of them as they start to they convulse slightly. And you'll hear the sound of like grinding stone. It's. <gasps> and both of them are going to just almost like coming, like shaking mud off of themselves, are going to come back too. Oh. Let's never do that again. That is a... Is the knight still injured? <clears throat> she is very injured. Uh, cure wounds. Okay, go ahead. Roll it for me. Are you all right, little friend? Uh, I got a few bruises, but... Uh, ah, Max. Uh, nice. So that's eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ooh, damn! Good for that. She's at full. So Let you lean over, touch so, the wound area. Godfrey, you you look over your shoulder and see Kalara touch her staff to the side of Levna, and as she does, the gaping wound that you see through the punctured armor is going to seal. <gasps> What did you just do? I, I don't really know, but it seems seems to be healing. That's some incredible. Levna will reach up and pull off her helmet, and like long black braids are gonna cascade down her armor, and she's gonna. By the gods. Well, I mean, I think one god in particular. Kalara, what? How did you do that? Um, I don't know. This, this is this is the the girl I was telling you about, Levna. Like the yeah, I you know what? I I approve. <laughs> uh, I, well, oh. I, I, I think this is Providence. You can do, you can do, you can do a he healing magic with your, with, with your, with your staff, but, huh, very interesting. Did you just get that, or were you born with it? Uh, 
I suppose it's been a few hours. Oh. A few hours. How, how, Razira's how, going to go get her daggers during this as well. and, and, and Your daggers are frozen stuff. into the thing that they were stuck in. You threw them into one of them that was killed. They are permanently lodged inside of the Draconian. I thought I didn't kill one of them, at least. With but it's not, stuck in them. Or, oh, it's stuck in them. We need to see what else is here. See if any of the others are alive, then if you can heal them. I don't... I, I don't know. It, it feels very... wearying. But... I, I do know other healing herbs and bandages and whatnot. Good. We'll we'll make sure you're safe and let's take a look and see if we can find out if the others are alive. There are three soldiers lying on the ground. And as you go and approach them, uh, Levna will pull aside some of their cloaks and you'll see that beneath, these are not just soldiers. They're knights of Salamnia, like you. Each of them bearing vicious claw marks that just make the armor completely unusable. They were like opened like tuna cans. Their bodies are just destroyed. Limbs are missing. It is uh, quite a scene of carnage. As Levna looks down at it, she's going to look up at you, Godfrey. Here. The armor's not salvageable, but you've earned this. And she reaches down, grabs one of the long swords that they were wielding, and hands it to you. If more of these things Kalar come back... I think is going to be leaning on her staff now. This can you is heal a them? too much like her nightmare. I, I, I mean, they're dead. Hmm. There's not much healing that can be done for the dead. I, You're the first magical healing I've ever heard of, so I thought I'd ask. So. I mean, I'm the first magical healing I've ever heard of. Razira. So, can't ask for too many miracles in a row. Yes. Um, as you kind of pivot, Razira is going to be kind of leaning over the bodies. Uh, Razira, uh, among the bodies with your passive pers passive investigation, uh, you found uh, eight days of food and water for one oh, person, nice. 40 gold yeah. pieces, two long swords, and three daggers. Nice. Well, these will come in handy. She just puts the daggers back in the belt. <sighs> ah, she'll hold the long swords out. I think I can't really use these. These are taller than me. Um, yeah. Kalari's going to stumble to the edge of the road and just kind of sit down heavily with her staff across her lap. Uh, and it is at that point that the um, the farm boy is going to rush back. Are you, are you okay? Kalara, are you? It's Reese, one of the farmhands from about a mile away from where you live. Um, oh, he has a couple Reese. of strange travelers behind him. Uh, a dwarf and an honest-to-god elf that were walking down the road. Some little farm boy flagged you and said, There's trouble just around the way. I'm sorry, travelers. Oh my god, you're an elf. And you're a... Well, uh, we have lots of dwarves. Um, we have a couple dwarves. I know a dwarf. So, um, <laughs> and uh, you are going to see a, a pretty blonde human girl just sit down with a big dangly glowing, well, not glowing, but uh, what looks it's like a magic. Still got a potato sack over it. Oh, still got a potato sack over it. Okay. So 
I think she maybe actually was holding it when she cured wounds and channeled it through her. So a slightly perforated, slightly burnt Poseidon sack (laughs) from the divine light kind of singeing it. Yeah, she definitely cast gliding bolt through the potato sack. But do I recognize them? Are they close enough to recognize them? Um, if you go over and check on Kalara, you'll immediately see your Kender friend walking forward, kind of dragging a long sword behind her. Oh, this is where you made off to. Oh! How did you get here so fast? I literally left you like Magic Tower. Oh, did you pass the test? Yes. (gasps) Congratulations. Uh, You want a long sword? Is that an elf, Levna? Sure. Are you an elf? I... Well, if I said no, would you believe me? (laughs) At this point, sure. I'm ready to believe anything. Um, Look, farm girl. Do you have any more of that for... He's a little banged up. Godfrey? Yeah. More of what? Uh, I'll be okay. She can heal people. It's verse zero, like, I can stop him from them. dying, but that's about it. Um, I, I, I'll she be okay. She looks just, like, really exhausted from this, probably. Because I'm out of spell slots. <laughs> I can heal? Heal? Like yeah. me. Uh, Byrios. <laughs> Kenders spreading stories, right? Oh, they're they're my friends. I was talking with you guys about on the way up. They're your friends. It's okay. Yeah. You didn't mention I... that they were a dwarf and an elf. Friends is a bit. Mm. Oh. <laughs> you know Razira longer than an hour. Yes. You're I her do. friend. Friends is an apt description. What, what are Thank those you. things? Godfrey? I, I, I don't know. I, I, Levna. Like, Did I kill that one? More... You saved Levna. You're wearing robes. Are you a magus? Yes. yes. You want to see something that'll... I don't have a euphemism for this. I'm in kind of in shock. Do you want to see something really freaking weird? Always. Approaching, you're going to see a scene of carnage. Um, while you were talking, Levna, and I think Godfrey probably stuck around for a second, have kind of like tried to arrange the bodies of three Salamic knights uh, underneath like a canvas that was part of their wagon. Um, unfortunately, the the wagon was being pulled by a horse that is no longer with us as well. It was killed in the raid and probably harvested for some meat, um, but it's all under the canvas wagon cover. Um, but standing in the middle of a clearing, you are going to see just for a moment, three piles of stone and dust and one figure that looks like a strange, hunched, reptilian monster wrapped in a cloak, brandishing claws and a short sword. And then as you approach, it is going to crumble to dust in front of you. So much for evidence. Well, they'll take your word on it. 
around these parts, the hinterlands aren't really very pleased with us these days, squire. I saw something. Uh, sorry, Arto, you're kind of talking at a low volume. I can't really hear you at all. I, I, I was stuck. So, um, pretend that we just got here, and, uh, what? They were weird lizard people, and then when you killed them, they... Fred's I turned to stone briefly. You missed that. That is quite an experience. You, but, but you're... It crumbled like they just did right now. After we broke you out. Yeah, uh, thank you for that, by the way. Um, I think your longsword's uh, there. It's bent to shit, but it's still there, Godfrey. Hello? I'll give... you, you you were turned to stone, and, and so were... Was she, and... Yeah. I, I think it was more that they were encased in stone. It was not my favorite experience of the day. And I was stabbed before that. I, I would imagine not. No. Most people don't even like being under the mountain. I can't imagine being encased in stone. Don't you sleep with a stone blanket? Yes, but I like being under the mountain. Uh, you're used to it. I don't understand weighted blankets. I'm what? not used to the sky. <laughs> that, that thing that we saw that just died... That was a statue with these things that caused it? Yes, yes, when the I, I don't I don't know how it works, but it uh I, like that one, you see this was my sword, and he'll point out it, um uh, his bent sword, and I, I stabbed it and through the head and it turned to stone around around it, and then I... Oh, well, I kept... That's your, your sword in ill repair? And you, you helped my friend here? Well, if this sword can stop whatever it is that done... That, that has done that, then the simple matter of helping those that help us is in order. And Orintiros is going to touch the blade and hold it and bring it back to the night uh and it's going to be mended uh <laughs> how do you do that is it just is it just you whisper to it in the old tongue do you do you kind whisper of like bash it, it against elven. a tree and <laughs> just like bash it whisper the other way do it in elven and kind of smooth his hand along it as if gauging it like a like a blacksmith himself but as he does smooth his hand along it it becomes pristine again and he says oh, i didn't get your point. name oh oh no it's fine I... oh <laughs> uh night i i didn't get any of your names um that's you, melvin you may call me right Orin heroes uh, uh thank you um he'll kind of look at it uh almost a little distrustfully um like just kind of like what what is this 
real uh and uh he'll be like oh i'm i'm no knight i'm squire to levna dracorn this is my squire godfrey um hazel well well while they're doing that i'd like to um either or both uh investigate the stone to see if i can figure out what kind of stone it is and or also use stone cunning that sounds great i want you to don't you do that um what does how does stone cunning work again uh, it gives me um, expertise advantage. on intelligence history oh, for the origin nice. of stonework. You nice. may do so. Nice. Oh, that's Please do. I broke the tip off, tip off of my sword, Arntiros. Uh, I don't know if you could make it sharp again, but uh, if not, it's still quite pointy. Like, the point's on the ground 20, there. 21. Oh, the points right there. Would you mind doing a thing? Looking at it. So, Hazel, as you look down at these creatures, you are a bit baffled at first. You've never heard of, you've never seen a creature like this. But it appears that it's some type of magical petrification. It looks like it turns into, if you had to pick stone, you'd say that it's it kind of turns into like like a like a basalt but and then it turns into powder like almost like concrete dust but it it is a very hard stone and it like like a naturally forged stone this is some weird magical bullshit, though. Yeah. Um, but looking at it, um, as you did, you got a 20-something? 21. Its features were, were draconic. They weren't lizard-like. Lizards don't have wings. Well, most of them. Not like that. That looks like, it looked like a dragon hybrid with a human form. Did these things have wings? Some of them. Yes. What the hell is going on here? I don't know. They're humanoid with... with wings. This stone is... both natural and very unnatural. We need to get these knights out of here, or at least dig them a grave. I think bringing them back to town might cause a ruckus, but I don't really want to stay out in the middle of the woods digging holes. I think I can probably get this cart up again. The horses. You have wolves around here? Some, yes. Well, they can have a nice dinner. But I'm not going to leave the knights there. 
Anyone who's feeling strong, help me over here with this wagon, Levna says, and goes over and tries to flip it back over. I will help. Well go and help. <laughs> Ooh, good. Let's give it some strength checks. While they're <laughs> helping with the wagon. Um, Nat 20. Ooh. 24. Uh, Oren Tiros is going to mend Riz's uh, rapier. It, it's, cool. it, it's their favorite rapier. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. just the tip. Yeah, it's just the, just the tip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, which is uh, arguably the most important part. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, yeah. 18. Okay, uh, Levna's going to get like an 8. She's going to slip a little bit in some mud. Be like, sorry, I was almost dead a minute ago. I'm still catching up. Okay, pivot, pivot, pivot. <laughs> and with a loud crash, the wagon is going to collapse over. Um, it's a pretty basic wagon, enough that someone can ride on top of it. Um, perhaps two people and one in the back, enough that it can be pulled by a single horse. I think we can probably carry any... this back loose canvas or rope or anything like that? Yes, there is. Um, Kalari's going to take some and better cover her staff to make it look not that interesting. Sounds good. Alright, so Godfrey, after deadlifting the wagon back in, <laughs> and Hazel after, after doing some calf presses with it, <laughs> um... I'm going to say that taking enough time and working together, the roads are pretty dry right now. It hasn't rained in about a week. You're going to be able to, to probably drag this back between the three of you. So long as nobody decides to ride besides Razira. Who I have a feeling will probably Razira. ride. Yep, yep. You yep. weigh, what, 30 pounds? Yeah. I think it'll be okay. 30 pounds when wet. Yep. yep. All right. Good work, uh, uh, sorry, uh, my name is Godfrey. Hazel. Hazel Night Granite. Uh, thank you both for your assistance, and, uh, Kalara, thank, th without, I don't know what, that was amazing. Uh, it's good to see you again. It's good to see you too. Um, can we not talk about that to anybody at town? I will look at Rosera and I was like, I think keeping this quiet would be a good idea right now. Rosera mimes the like, locking up her lips and then throwing away the key. Kalara, you're a you're a town girl, right? Levina says. Uh -huh. Just outside of town at least. My parents had a farm. Does your town have like a the river? Hmm. Does your town have a tavern? Two. Well, take us to the good one. I think I'm going to buy you all drinks. I'll take you where I work. That sounds like a good idea. Oh, I, I found this and Razira will jangle the, uh, the pouch of gold. I think I could buy the, pou the pouch of steel coins, I should say, not steel gold. Steel coins. Okay, steel. steel. That's yes. right. Is That's that right. right? Okay. Yeah. So be like steel instead of gold. Well, are copper a thing? Copper and silver are the same, and in, in, at least in the 5e version of this, but steel coins yeah. are going to be gold. So, okay. yeah. So, jingle some yeah. steel coins. I think I could buy us a few rounds. 
Drinks are on the kender then. Sounds good to me. I'll I'll start trying to push or drag the wagon. Yeah. Orantiris, were you going to say something? That's Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's an awful awful big bag of coin for such a small kender. I'm quite a strong kinder, if you must know. Oh, I, I wasn't trying to uh, hold it for you. Don't worry. I know you like to hold on to those things. I do. I do. I just found you know it. Yeah. You should know by now. And with that, you walk the wagon with the dead Salomnic Knights in the back. Razira riding in the front. Galara covering her staff as you make I'm your way back. I'm going to walk with Godfrey, too. Walking with uh, an old friend as you make your way back to Vogler. Bringing death with you. With death ahead of you. At least a funeral. Not knowing the war headed directly for your small town is already here. Well, we're going to learn more about that next episode when we come back next week. So, folks, that's going to be it for this week's episode. And I'd like to welcome you all to level two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Level up. Yes. Yes. Level up. I have three spell slots now. Yes. All right. So everybody go ahead and roll your new hit dice. <gasps> I get cunning actions. Yes. Do you guys have fun with that? Oh, yes. oh. God yes. damn it. Yes. yes, that was really good. So that's right. I love one. I love Dragonlance so much. Uh so and what More I tails. Oh, um and reminder <laughs> that points. if you roll a one or a two, uh those are test rolls. Just to make sure your dice okay. is weighted right. Mm. That's was that how it works? That's how it works, yeah. Te te you have to make sure your dice is the right weight. Exactly. And it's plus con modifier, right? It's plus your con, yeah. And if you have tough as a feat, that's plus an additional one. Two. Oh, was it two per level? My hit uh, tough is oh, two damn. per level. I, I always thought it was one. Damn. That's so good. Ooh, I uh, rolled a six. That's oh, nice. <laughs> hey, okay, folks, I thank you so much for tuning in. And you got to do all your spell slots. Are you guys feeling it? You're doing good? Wait, I got to I gotta get my font yeah. of magic. I get sorcery points now. I'm so excited yeah. to be in this setting and like actually play in it. Yeah. Like, um, Jen, oh I am yeah. willing to give you a special bonus if you want it. Uh, I'm willing to allow you to use the Unearthed Arcana bonus that allows you to make a uh, a weapon magical for one minute by spending a sorcery point and touching it, spending an action. Ooh. it's it's something they put for unearthed arcana when they were playtesting tasha's and they took it away but something i really dwarves. love it something yeah. for dwarven sorcerers yeah i think that that works really well so if you oh, want to have that as cool. a yeah it says i've got that ability in strixhaven as kyle but only for my own fists yeah um awesome thank you so you can take that for free because it's great and because dragonlance is high powered and you're gonna need it um, and what I changed before on this module, yeah, uh, what I changed is that they don't turn to stone anymore. Like they do, but they don't like your weapons can't get lodged in them. And I'm like, no, no, that's wrong. Losing your weapons is like half the fun. 
Yeah. Because you have to be careful how you hit them or you have to decapitate them or something, right? Or hit them like, from a range or something. Yeah. Like you have to and be clever. Of course, we don't know that now. Yeah, of we course, don't know that. That's, that's, but yeah. Now, if we see any of them, even if they're different types, like I, I'm just going to be like, oh, it's a different color, a different type. Okay, well, you know what? These things turn to stone. You're right. Draconians like, have to turn to stone. They um, have so if you, turn to stone. Yeah. So, but the, the thing is that you, um, the stone, the stone transformation lasts for a minute to you guys. So if you yeah. fail that save, you have two rounds or else you're taken out for the entire fight. Exactly. And then they'll just, and then they just kill you, right? Yeah. That's, that's 5e stuff. So that's, that's pretty gross. Uh, so good luck there. But All now right, so, I oof. know that if you break the stone over the mouth. They can at least breathe. They can at least breathe. Yeah. That was, that's, that was mostly for me, for my flavor to make it cooler. Because I feel yeah. like I feel like the idea that you turn to stone for a minute and then turn back doesn't feel dragon lancey, but being encased mm. in a stone shell kind of feels a little more like to the way have to read. at first level yeah. that we cannot fix. Yeah, it's impossible. Well, Greater well, restoration is like a sixth level. It's true. Um, so some of this stuff is is pretty great though. Like I really really love this setting, guys. Like I'm so excited to be back in Dragonlance. It's good, right? Um, it's it's so good. Um, hey, everybody, I hope you enjoyed watching this episode. I hope you enjoyed the first episode um, and that you stick with us for the next one. If you like what we do here, give us a follow if you're on Twitch. If you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Um, only half of our viewers are actually subscribed. I'd love to break 10,000 subs by the end of 2023, and you can help us get there. Um, also, if you like what we do here, we have a ton of other content. Uh, all of it's in our back catalog on YouTube. ton of it is available on podcast. This is going to be up on podcast probably... Uh, before January, this is going to be up in podcast and will be updated weekly. And of course, I have to thank everybody on our Patreon at patreon.com slash dorktales. Specifically, I need to thank uh, Shulton, our world building producer. Um, I have to thank DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful, my divine producer, and my mom, the divine producer, uh, for their amazing support. I have to thank uh, Soul Omen and Vercarious, our demonic producers, and... Tammy, the Forever Cleric, the Wizard of the Patreon. I also need to thank The Traveler, Trizelta, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, Buddy, and Taryn for their amazing support. And finally, thank you so much to Ping for giving us a platform from which to run this and giving us our crystal clear, beautiful video. We couldn't do it without Ping. Thank you so much for all of your love support. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Um, and, uh, but if you like what we do here, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash dorktales because running dorktales is a full-time gig. It's like 60 to 70 hours a week for me. Um, and, uh, making sure that these games happen with the level of quality and commitment that you see is really important. Plus, if we get eight more patrons, uh, by the end of the month and we hold on to those patrons into January, uh, Robin is going to start running the Radiant Citadel once a month as a Patreon advanced exclusive. Because if you remember the Patreon, you get access to uh, now one, two, two to three additional episodes per month uh, that everyone else has to wait three months before it gets released on Twitch or YouTube, which is pretty great. You also get a behind the scenes podcast, uh, private chats, and um, you're going to get playtests of a book I'm writing, um, which I have to. Yeah, I know the our, our homebrew setting. Uh, Elos is getting its own book. And I, I, I'll tell you something here. It's going to have something that Dragonlance does not have in the core book. 
I'm actually in the middle of working on a feat for it and mechanics for, well, if you're, if you have a dragon and you have a lance, what do you think you should have specific rules for doing with another good dragon? Jousting. Well, but to joust, you have to do something else, right? Dragon riding? Dragon riding feats. Nice. I might need that for some reason in the next season of a show that is in its fourth season on our channel. I don't know why. You know, mm. if 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 the uh, um you know uh, the uh, uh, possibility <laughs> of that happens in this game, and you want to play test some of them, uh, this might be a good opportunity for uh, have them ready by level four. This is true. Yeah, all of our characters are definitely ready. I think everyone wants to ride a dragon. <laughs> right? right? Everyone wants to ride a dragon. Ride a dragon. Although I got. I say, guess I'm you know the what? only one that doesn't. <laughs> uh, so far, I'm I'm still waiting. It was session one, but no dragon and no lance. Draconians. But no dragons. Did dragons dragons and swords. Guy, the blonde kid that ran up that was out of breath, his name was Lance. His name was Lance. His it name was, was Reese. It was Lance Iffens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. So and draconians. there were Draconians. So it was Dra Draconian and Lance. <laughs> Dra yeah, Draconian Reese Lance. Lance. Rolls off the yeah. tongue. It doesn't really work. But, also, um, thank you so much to all of the raids that we had. Thank oh you so much. Trying to really stay in character during our, our big module games. But we see you and we love you. We love and you so much. So thank amazing. you for everyone that's raided us tonight. We got some really great numbers. We were almost up to 200 viewers at one point, I noticed. Yeah. So that is freaking yeah. awesome. That's great. Yeah, let's take on our Wild Beyond the Witchlight game. Let's beat it. We are currently the second most, we're the second uh, yeah, highest after, stream right now. After one of my friends, yeah. Oh, the Unexpectables, yay, Taka. <laughs> oh, man. We should do it. We should do a crossover with them. Um, but anyway, thank you so much, Twitch. You're amazing. We love you so much. Thank you for um, for starting this campaign off right. I, I can't wait to get into this because I love Dragonlance. I love this, guys. And I love you guys. You guys were so good. I love your characters. It, it feels so cool to see you all play characters that are in the heroic genre, but I don't feel like one of you is just like riffing on Tannis or riffing on, you know, like Tasselhoff even. Like you're a different character. And I think that's so cool. So thank you so much, players. You're amazing. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. Mm -hmm. You're so amazing so DM excited. setting the scene yeah. and the storyline is fantastic. I did a lot of changes. So for watching folks, we love you big much, and we will see you next time. Stay cool, everybody. Good night. Bye everybody. Good night. Bye. Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen is a Dorktales production. It stars Chris Blogg as Godfrey High Valor, Robin Holford as Razira Moonbrush, Jen Peters as Hazel Nightgranite. Christine Rattray as Kalara Vingard, and Kaylin Vinson as Oren Tiros. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a roleplayer can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your roleplaying experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers, our world-building producers, Shulton and Jade, the maker of monsters, our divine producers, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful, and uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. 
our demonic producer, Bricarious. Our fun, but evil, Funkel. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princess of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Drizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, The Traveler, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Eladeth, and Larouk, our level 20 hero, Mike Eilat, the graphics guy, our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the straw hat devil, Hans H. Boundahoof, Professor Multiverse, Snowy323, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, Sorcerer Sanguine, Colin Son, Iron Warrior X, Danica Rising, Voidweaver, and Rufio are very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month. An actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the CGFX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, Robin Holford, the wine master, United Adventure Company, S.M. Pace, Hillary, Matt D.S., Eric and Amber, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Olivia, Joe Abad, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G., The Bongmaster, David Ellis, Jeremy Smith, Lockjen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Paulicino, Chris Deeds, Malazang, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham. Mashmacon, Just Andy, an insomniac veterinarian, Marcel, Los Grack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Mr. J's Comics, Ethereal Ashy, The Dixon Three, Al's, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Caitlin Vinkel, Brandon Keane, Walter Manbeck, Wordsmite 12, Diggy Diggy Blog, Marcos Olguin, Ardrick, and Chris Kane. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Heavy Metal and T, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Shannon McLean, Oni Yuri, Cade Green, and Stephen Pearson. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktale survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.